0: I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. And, uh, it's a good thing for you, you accepted this generous offer to join these guys for the show. And now, it's time for the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball Entertainment Podcast. Boom! It's a killer and no filler. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, not that kind of killer.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: So, here are your hosts, the Canadian consigliere, Zach Wax, and the godfather of the National Fantasy Baseball Championship, the living legend himself, Mike the Mouth.
2: are, baby. Episode 9 of the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball Entertainment Podcast. What have I done? What have I done? I've secured undoubtedly the best celebrity guest, short of maybe having Lisa and or at least her ass on the show. We are going to be joining in about 45 minutes or so, but none other than who has to be the biggest in more ways than one industry uber nerd and someone who is easily the greatest enigma in fantasy sports of all time, a true freak of nature in every sense of the word royalty in his own mind, this should be a circus attraction, Lord Zola, Lord Todd Zola himself. I, I just I just I had to get that out right out of the gate because this way we have been so fired up to have him as a guest for a longer time. No one believed he would come on the show. Zach certainly didn't believe he didn't come on. As Frank said Frank couldn't believe it either. What a get. Quite a get, they were saying. Um, So we are going to have him on uh right now. I don't know what he's doing to get prepared for the show. I, I don't know what he's, what kind of preparation he's doing. Um uh, we, We're, we're going to <laughs> what medications he needs. I don't know what he's doing. But uh, hopefully he's, he'll be in the wings soon and we will bring him on board. But I cannot wait for this show. It's going to be pure gold, pure gold tonight as we're recording this. And we should be, you know, I, I figured it's probably going to take about a good three and a half hours that we would do the show. So we, may, we should probably just do really, it. You know, we... we <laughs> You should just get rid of the, the pleasantries and bring him on. I'm not,
3: I'm not staying. I I around for three and a half hours.
2: We should just bring, We should just get rid of the pleasantries, right? Just call him yeah. the hell up right now. Just get on the show now, because what do, what else is he doing? I guarantee you. I can tell you for those who're listening, this is the highlight. Okay, of Todd. Perhaps of Todd Zola's month that he's coming on the show, because he's so getting cool. all the kind of attention that he's been getting from us. Even even bad attention for him is good attention. He's, he's gonna love all this. So before I get too far into this. For those of you living listening for the first time uh, to the show, uh, I'm going to introduce my esteemed colleagues in the gigantic shit show we're about to embark on this evening. First, we are joined, as always, by our modern day equivalent of Billy the Kid, only without all the murdering and getting laid regularly. The kid who puts Q in the LGBTQ. Uh, our Gen Z program director and producer and master of revolving roommates, Frank Piscani. How's it going? So, Frank, how'd you like my intro? I, I'm trying to change it up for every time now. Yeah, right? it
4: was great. I you, think you nailed it. Yeah, you
2: see, I, you see I'm working in you know, all the little the, the gender thing every every I'm running out though, but uh, I th- I thought the Q and the LGBTQ, you know, that would be was a question. I thought it I
3: stood,
2: stood for cute. For, that, yeah,
3: it, no, Q, it for, Q for cute. It, <laughs>
2: It's <laughs> the You mean cute? Yeah. Try that on your first date when you go out. Hey, I'm, I'm I consider myself LGBTQ, and the Q stands for cute. See how long that lands. My lines, my pickup lines are better than that. I hate to break the news to you. I bet you that would
3: work, depending on who you're on on the
2: date with. Okay. Well, and of course, we have my Canadian co-host, my concierge, the master of Slack, and aggravating the piss out of me almost daily, Zach Wax. Zach, how
3: are you? Great to be here for my last episode.
2: <laughs> and if all this works out the way I think it will tonight, I will either finally found your replacement or your, service up, will, you know, or your services will no longer be needed due to the involuntary manslaughter charges that will be brought up on for causing Solo to stroke out on the air. So <laughs> it could be one of the two things that happen, you know, for sure. Oh,
3: let's, let's hope that doesn't not happen.
2: Why, why do you sound worse every episode you're on here? Frank, is it just me or did he exactly. sound like weird shit? He said, like, do something to sound better right know, I
3: now. I think Maybe like... Uh, Put like
2: some sort of like blanket on this microphone or something. Can you? Can you no, seriously, is it just me and my age, Frank, or is it, is it me? Is he is hard to hear? No. Let me try something. Actually, let me, let me try something. <laughs> he's putting, for, folks, for viewers for the folks viewing listening at home who can't view this. He's putting a bra, the equivalent of a bra. No, of it's, it's a face oh, mask. It's a mask. It's a It's a face mask. So, face- is that going to help? I don't know.
3: No, masks masks don't help. You know
2: that. Uh, we'll we'll see. we'll see. Okay, but anyway, he will. Uh, Zach said he's going somewhere. He's not. So we yeah, had. But anyway, he's talking. about Zach now is officially bowed out of DCs. You How know, is this? is this better? I don't, I don't know. know. I got all the scripts. Frank's going to pick over the post production, right? Frank, you're going to make him sound like amazing in post production, right?
4: I will uh, try. I will try my yeah. best.
2: <laughs> the things they put on poor Frank for the money he gets paid. How's this? <laughs>
3: Like, uh, is, is this better? I think I actually found a function for a, a mask.
2: Yeah, that's good. Looks like you put a gigantic condom over your freaking microphone. But anyway, condom um,
3: you've got some problems.
2: Yeah. All
3: right. I think it's actually working. Yeah, I think this is actually working you know, better.
2: Well, he th- he, I like said he thinks this is a better don't use. I thought you quit. You, the other big news is you. I heard you're you're quitting your pod. Is that correct? They, they you bought out.
3: Somebody bought it off me.
2: It got bought out? Yeah. Who'd you, who'd, you, who'd you sell it to? Bjorn and the other dude? Who's the other guy? No, I don't, I
3: sold it to Dean Carter.
2: And I, I always get these people reaching out to me, asking me about, oh, shit. who's that guy? Tommy Tutone? What the hell's his name? Tommy, who's this guy? This other guy? There's a fake guy? Yeah, I know who that is. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? He's an NFTC player. I'm not going to oh, yeah. out him. I'm not going to talk. He's not going to out
3: him. No. He's a, he's a good player. Yeah. and he's, um, I think he might have an overall under his, under his belt, too.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, he, he's asking, you know, he, he's, you know, asking about like characters on the show and, you know, if they're going to be on, and like, on,
3: yeah. i, I, I he speaks for the people.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, I speak for the people, Zach, just get this right. I speak for the people. And again, if the people want to, there, there are plenty of just straight fantasy baseball pods, right. That they can go on and get fantasy baseball, information, which will be on the show, by the way, if you're listening to the show right now, and the fantasy baseball stuff, there's plenty of it. We are actually going to be reviewing in full the entire, uh, 150 the first nfbc 150 dc of the year that was completed in full uh that got completed a couple weeks ago zach was in this draft i was in this draft and uh rumor is it rumor has it that uh both paul Sporer and justin mason we are were you know wetting themselves uh, over my my draft they 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 it was they, they know names on them they were going by adp and they were running down the running down my draft and they were just so excited about the team and uh, they were crediting it to like people like Jenny Butler and Ryan Bloomfield and everything else. So I hate to burst their bubble. They're probably all upset now. They're going to find out it was my team that they love so much uh, when we get to that team. So we'll be reviewing that team. And everybody uh, on that will have Zola's analysis of this draft and insights when we have them on there. We'll be naming names and touching on a ton of players uh, in the late rounds as well. And we will be doing that. Uh, also, we will front and center. Uh, we'll be Todd on our guest appearance. Uh, you know, is the reason why Ripley's Believe, it or, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not was created, having a, a guy like him on. We're going to talk about Zola's 2023 projections versus player outcomes, which uh, Zach did a little research on. So we're going to—he actually has an interesting comparison. He found out by looking at some of the players in comparison to other um, uh, systems, and he compared them, and uh, some surprising
3: things were found out. Right? You said. Oh, you, you explained that like I'd say, like kind of right. Well, you know, since you are on the show, why don't you uh, contribute a little bit and explain what exactly you did? We're just we're just looking at the projection systems, the four projection systems, his along with the Steamer, the Bat, and ATC, and we're going to look at we're targeting specific players, ten players, and we're going to look at how the projection systems differed in their projections and um, compare that to their actual results and seeing. And we're going to discuss the helpfulness of each of these projection systems if there is any.
2: See now. Why didn't you say that in the first place? So you actually did. You actually did something. You had something to say, and that's fantasy baseball related, right? So that's yeah. important. If people know that that's coming, you know. Yeah. And I want—I do want to acknowledge all our subscribers uh, that we have uh, continue to subscribe to the show to support Frank, so we can pay his uh, rent. Uh, Frank recently lost a roommate. He has a new roommate now. How does this work? You know, I mean, you just start living with randomly random new people. Like this one doesn't work out, and there's a new one that comes in. How does this work, Frank? Tell me. I never did this when I
4: was when I was your age. You know. Um, yeah, so actually, uh, up until recently, was living with two of my best friends. Um, who were like living together, dating couple kind of situation. Uh, and they moved out to New Mexico for work, and this was right around the time our lease ended. So when I renewed the lease, I found a new guy to live with in my apartment. So he just moved I in. need to
2: ask if the people that were living with. They were, it was all males living together. Or was it
4: was a male, female, and you. No, no, my friends, uh, Sydney and Eli. So and they girl. were guys. One guy, one girl. Well, you couldn't made, tell. I
3: those <laughs> are made up <of> people.
4: Guarantee.
2: <laughs> Sydney and, and Eli. What? what are real names? Yeah. Oh, those uh, are like uh, it's like no, it, come it, on. Talk about talk about like when you went into a general neutral. You, know, like, you don't at want least to get. let
3: try to make up.
2: You name you name Sydney or Eli. <laughs> what happened? To, what happened in the good old days when you just named the guy a person a name that you could tell who it was? You know, really. What I happened? Don't, with I don't that? think I've He's ever read a
4: guy named Sydney or a woman named Eli. You've so never made
2: a guy named Sydney in your life?
4: I don't think so. Not that I
2: know of. <laughs> I had an uncle, and back
3: an
4: back uncle
2: like I did. He's a
3: man oh. and uh, he's passed away, but um, he his name is Sydney, and that was my, my great uncle, actually. So, there you go. And that's not made up. Right? Yeah, great
4: uncle, in comparison Sidney to the, the in comparison the people that you're talking about, about Sidney, have you,
3: have you have ever heard of ever, ever heard of
2: Mr. Gen Z? Have you heard of Sydney Potier? Have you ever heard of him?
4: Uh, sounds like I haven't no. No what yeah. Sydney. What
2: about
3: Sydney Ponson? Have you heard of him?
2: Guess not. I, I know who Sydney Ponson is as well. So yeah. So, so what happens? So, you, so tell, tell us the latest thing. First of all, I want to get an update real quick because I want to know about what's going on with Hinge. You know uh, about uh, what's been happening there.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I um let's let's uh this is actually on Bumble that I have an update. Oh, for now you're guys. on
2: Bumble. I don't understand. I, go ahead. You're on Bumble. Um, you know, with, a few different
4: you. few different apps. Yeah. Or uh, let's see. Maybe this was on Tinder. I don't know. I tried. I tried your pickup line on one match. Oh uh, yeah, how did it work? It ph- phenomenally. Um, <laughs> it so worked. I matched with a girl named Gabriella, uh, mm-hmm. and so I I sent that the good pickup line of I'm not sure I believe in love at first sight, but you got me believing in love at first swipe. And she responded, Haha. And that was That's
2: it That's the level of enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that was it. Today. And then I She's left, like, and, then, ah, and goodbye. I left it unanswered. I... <laughs> well,
2: that—that that the reason why he did it because he had really no way. Why did you leave it unanswered?
4: Why didn't I answer it? Um, yeah. yeah, it didn't leave me with much to work with. Didn't
2: leave me oh. much, much to work with.
4: No, no.
2: This is, this is the problem. You know, Frank. Frank found out recently he was on the wrong app. He was on Unhinged. No, it's where you want if you're going to look for a complete psycho bitch, you go on that one.
1: <laughs>
2: it's Unhinged. right So that's he, he didn't realize he was on the. On the wrong oh, app,
3: I don't know, like maybe you just after she goes, haha. You could say, "What's up? What's going on?" What's up? I
2: was just, you know, the little what, joke. Like, how the- are you? How are you
3: doing? Like, like breaking ice. Ah, at least she didn't. She at least she responded. She like she should have not responded to you with that line. Like clearly So, like she must like you. She must think you're like good looking. She responded to you. She matched with you. So, Frank just is, did is, that for is, the show, man. Is, is, like, well, is, is she? Is she hot?
2: Was she good looking? Let's see a picture. Put her up on the screen so we can put it.
3: <laughs> can you share screen? Yeah, I don't, I we a screen the screen? Put her up well, there? I don't understand. I don't understand this. You give a terrible pickup line and you actually get a response from it, which you shouldn't. And um, i was curious to go, what's, what are you looking for? You just not looking to just want to be on the app and, and not, and not close any deals here.
4: More or less. You just
3: want to be on the app. You just want to be part of the fun, but you don't actually. You actually you yeah. Actually just don't I mean, work. like, truthfully,
4: to, like I, I'm not using these apps uh, all that regularly. You just want to test so these so uh... lines It's
3: like an, it's a social experiment. And yeah. You don't, you don't, yeah. You don't, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go. With that you just want to see people's reactions
4: to this fucking horrible pickup lines.
2: That's what he did. He took him. He took them for the show. He said, "Let me go out and try this and see what happens." Okay. Said, what happens. Okay.
4: Yeah, you know, okay. we're doing doing social. I mean, experiments
2: what's I guess. But I don't. know which one Having a little sense of humor. I mean, if a chick doesn't have a sense of humor and and she gets bored, you know. Ha uh-huh. ha, that's real F she gives you you're basically, you know.
3: What are you looking for? An LOL. An O'Chap. Ha ha's not good enough.
2: I forgot. The kind the kind of woman that the, the kind of woman that Frank's going to attract, that's about the level of enthusiasm you're going to get. It's going to be ha ha <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> that's it. That's what you're going to get. It's not going to be like over the top kind of like, you know, hysteria, hysteria for that. So but I'm glad you tried it though. I, I, I give you credit, Frank, for trying that out there and see because you figured you figured I had no chance with this chick, so I'm also well throw, I might just well throw out the that pick up line and see what's going to happen, which was was that crazy. your was that,
3: was that your idea, Mike?
2: Yeah, it was my idea. That was my idea. I didn't I didn't think he was going to actually use it for real, oh, but
3: he did. That's yeah. terrible. That, honestly, that's a terrible picture Like that's terrible. Like bad.
2: Look, look. Obviously, anybody you'd use it on would know you're joking, right? They'd know it, that was yeah. obviously a contrived, funny thing. You know, it's not uh, funny. it is funny.
3: Not funny. I thought it, is it was clever. clever. It's very clever. It's, it's not clever or funny. I, I don't man. Like that's fuck. It's cheesy as fuck.
2: Frank, Frank,
3: it doesn't relate,
2: Frank, it doesn't relate well for people from different countries, obviously. You know, you know, Zach's in a different country. It doesn't really work
3: where they are in that country. Yeah, if I was yeah. single and I got it, like, if a girl sent me that.
2: You'd be all over it, bro. Don't lie. Said, if a girl, if a girl sent you over a line that was hot, you'd, you'd be like all pouncing on that. Don't give me that bullshit. Okay, you're, you're right, because hard
3: it, hard. I wouldn't give a shit what she was, like, what her opening line was, because all it would matter, she's hot, honestly. But for a guy, it's different, it's different. Frank, all that matters. No, he doesn't really care
1: about
2: that. They actually he heard it here about about first, him. Frank. He Zach is a shallow, superficial person. All he cares about is looks. You heard it right there, Frank. But don't be that well, way, Frank. That don't was be on a it, shallow. I'm yeah, Frank. yeah. You look at me, If you're hot, if you're
3: hot, I, I'd let it slide. And guess, guess what? I guess Frank's hot. She let it slide because she gave him the haha.
2: Frank, but he never, but he never followed up, and we don't know what she looks like because he won't share the picture with us. But Gabrielle, is
4: that is that her name? Gabriella. Uh, I think it was Gabriella. The, the, tell me she doesn't go by Gabby. Yeah, Gabriella, yeah, I, I
2: can't, yeah. Anyway, quick, not quick, get rid of her right away. If she's a Gabby, Gabriella sounds
3: like, a, like
2: a, a pet. I just let you I want to people know that you're listening that we are going to be going deeply into the life and times of Todd Zola because people want to know not just about his fantasy baseball acumen, people really don't care about that because you can hear that anywhere. We all want to hear, right, Frank, about the life and times of, of Todd Zola, don't we? Oh,
3: absolutely. It, it, should, it should be like a 20 for, or 30 for 30 for on Todd Zola. I think they should. So we should we should start thirty for thirties on fantasy analysts, and then just have that on the show. There's an idea. There's an idea. See now, see now you're so, thinking. Then, now we're gonna that's gonna throw the ball into uh, Frank's court for all the production value that we can do for that. Imagine imagine that doing Todd Zola early life, and then just, like, this is this your life in the early interviewing, years? Interviewing like his like um, his
2: As girlfriends and friends in high school and grade school wow. and teachers and. You know, all his teachers are dead by now. There's, there's none of his teachers are still alive. There's just no way that the
3: Zola, age, anybody that taught him—he can't be much different than you. In Zola. Age. Well, how old Zola? He's got to be. We're like,
2: gonna find yeah. out. He's very protective of his age, supposedly. We're gonna I, find I, out how I'd put him, him in his
3: fifties. probably in his fifties.
2: No, he's not. So I know for a fact that Todd Zola is older than me by a few years. So he's got to be in sixties. I would say early sixties. Okay. So all right. that's what my guess is going to be. If you let's guess before he's on the show, let's put a guess in. Over under sixty-two years old. Zach. Under. Under Frank. Who? Um, I'll go I'll everybody. Go under. Everybody's old, Frank. It doesn't matter. Like anybody anybody over fucking 30 thirties. like these guys old.
1: He's an old
4: guy. More, <laughs> More or less, less, yeah. Yeah. Over like over over forty, forty five. Over forty is nearly, like dead. 40, we'll 40 nearly
2: yeah. dead, that's for sure. Zach just cleared that threshold. Frank just Frank marvels every time I actually come on the show that I'm still alive. You can't, believe, you can't believe I've actually made it another freaking month in my life there. So, so that's going to, so right, did you write those down? Did you put our guesses down when we asked him his age? Did you say over? over or and we said 61. You say 62. So I'm saying, I th- I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that he's right at 62 or over.
4: So we'll set it at 61 and a half. That's what it's going to be. You guys have the under I have the over.
2: Okay. Yep. And of course, we have my hilarious, ever popular fun facts feature as read tonight by Todd Zolo, who doesn't know this yet. But he will be doing a best of fun facts compilation featuring himself. If he gets through the reading of this entire these entire list of ten that we have, I will send him a cash reward right on the spot. I will literally then mow him during the course of the recording of the show. Cash if he can get through all ten of these ones, because I he said point blank, okay, that he is fair game. Okay, he just will not throw his brethren. What's we'll he the
4: sport? He actually is. I don't think Zach has seen them yet, but if if he gets through the tenth one, I'll honestly be shocked. <laughs>
3: Are they are they are any of these Wait, new? There's no
2: no nine are nine are the best of. I threw a tenth new one in and you, <laughs> it's the one you suggested, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever, and it's pretty offensive, right? Right it's Frank? Nice. He,
3: oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't suggest if he gets anything. through the
4: tenth one, I'll be pretty sure. Frank
3: shocked. goes, if he gets through the tenth one, see <laughs> that alone, that's a, that's yeah, a yeah, oh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't suggest any of this. I, mean, I know. I, you, I
2: know. You you just you, you just avow any of this contact or whatever you know uh, whatsoever. You have nothing to do with any of this kind of stuff, right?
3: I just I just saying I don't suggest. I didn't suggest anything.
2: But we're burying the lead. We forgot to talk about Frank's big win. We talked about this on the production pod. You know, if people don't know, if they're listening, our 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 boy wonder program director. Uh, basically who i'm i'm almost 10 times his age or whatever i am at this point you know he basically the first draft he ever did in the nfc was some uh, was a gladiator draft right 50 bucks right lays on pretty much his life savings at the time gets into this draft right and takes the fucking draft down. <laughs> so the, he's one for one historically. He wins the Gladiator League that we're in. After we're all busting his chops because he's his kid on this draft. And we had a Zoom meeting, you know, afterwards. And poor poor Frank's sitting there taking it all in. And I hire him on the spot to be a program to, for a project. This project here, you know, nine months ago, whatever, ten months ago, or whatever it was. And he takes down the How did that feel to win that? What would you win? A hundred bucks? Would you win for that for winning that thing? I think it was two fifty. Two hundred and fifty bucks he took down. For doing that, that's like two weeks' salary yeah. for you. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And you took it down, and you're all excited. So he's all he's all strutting his stuff, but it's like he's put his put his put his feathers out like a peacock, and that he won the damn thing. Are you gonna retire now? Or are, you gonna, are you gonna do other drafts this year? Are you gonna are you gonna bankroll it and use that money you won to win some to some other drafts? What do you? Want?
4: Yeah, yeah, I gotta gotta parlay. Oh that. Yeah. turn it into a, a DC team. What are you gonna parlay into a 150 DC? Is that what you're gonna do? I guess so. I guess that's what I can afford to to play now.
2: Well, well, I, I haven't paid you yet for this this production, so we'll have, you'll have enough money to do for two DCs uh, once you do that. But you should you got to get into one of the fast DCs that we do
4: and keep up with it and be in with us. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking to uh, spread my wings, get into a little bit more of the depths of the NFPC now that I'm. Uh, you know, you know
2: that that you know, women really find hot is when you're undefeated in draft champion dress. They really love that. So go back.
4: And- <laughs> Yeah, let me. Uh, I'll go update my uh dating profile. One too. for one, her
2: lifetime career winning some three hundred fifty dollars in drafts. put that on your profile on Bumble or whatever the fuck it is out there. But uh, can't be a lot worse than some of the things that are out there. But uh, but anyway, so that's the thing. And by the way, one of the reasons why I don't know if you know this, Zach. Well, one of the reasons why we we have Todd on the show is because uh, Sedler blew us off. He was the first person. Vlad seller subscriber to the show at a discount, of course, you know, he, the man who introduced me to you and uh, put me on the map right with you and brought you in and made you famous. Basically he'd come to the point where he's just too important to come on. show. he's like, I, I say he, and I quote, I appreciate the offer, but going to have to pass. I'm off the baseball grind entirely in entirety until I start prepping for g- the draft guide in December. That was his, that was his, that was his line to me. That's fair. That's not fair. I think that's fair. That's not fair. That's a bullshit. Wow. Do we do we, we don't have him? We need him on the show for his draft act. I mean, you could you could just come on here. You know what analysis of prep do you have to do to come on the spot? You don't. You know, he was supposed oh. to come on last month and he was traveling to Prague. Yeah, this is what this, this is the kind of life I wish I had. That I can just pick up whenever I want to and go to Prague for a couple of weeks and I'm jet setting all over the country. This is what happens when you're like you are a freaking, you know, uh billionaire. Well, you have billionaire money. When you're like a, what do you what do you call those uh Russian oligarchs? You have all that kind of money, you don't gotta worry about it. Right, Zach. I mean, it would be great, but now we, we now we don't have him. He didn't come on the show, so he was the first one to snub So we got we upgraded. We got we did great. We got Zola on the show. So, so you're totally done with your pod, and never doing that anymore. Frank nope. won the big nope. thing. Zach, Zach, we didn't talk about your big win, right? You, you, what was your biggest win from twenty twenty uh, three? The biggest win you had in the NFPC was the uh,
3: like the meltdown, midnight madness. There was right we got right everyone, everyone everyone was uh, saying uh, Bruce Jenner was going to win the whole thing and like he had everyone had no chance i think i was like 20 points behind in july he was he had, he had a massive lead on everyone but i took it down you you were in the
2: 70s he was in the 90s and you took it yeah. down man yeah, yeah. it's not bruce jenner it's brian jenner okay bruce jenner is no more okay bruce jenner is not, uh, yeah, not bruce jenner is now Caitlyn jenner okay just to update you my bad we, we checked in with Frank. He didn't know who Bruce Jenner was. You know who Caitlyn Jenner is, but now he, now he knows. He Bruce Jenner really does not exist, anymore. Right, Frank? Oh, you didn't know that. Didn't you guys ask me? Yeah, last episode we, about Yeah, We Bruce clarified Jenner. that he didn't know that, and then he now. Uh, we, we, oh, okay. We took care uh-huh. of that. that. That goes back to my memory problems. Like, I'm gonna pretty soon, Frank. I'm gonna forget who I am during the during the course of one of these shows. It's gonna happen. So the way it, the way it's going. But anyway, yeah, that's a nice big win. Would you win? What was that? Seven thousand bucks for that draft? Six. It Six. I thought it was seven for first and one for
3: second. No, they
2: changed it. They did six and two now. Oh, they did? Six and two. So 6000 yeah. bucks is not bad for, you know, a little drunken fun at the end of the evening. He sat right next to me and took all the guys that I was on yeah. that draft. And yeah,
3: he, and right. I, I do. I do owe you. I do owe you. And he, kept
2: it in my, and he kept rubbing it in my face. And I'll never forget the draft. He goes, okay, because he was doing it all night for the first few picks. And he goes, I'll let you have Lodola. Like like Lodolo, right? Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So he, he gets Acuna he gets freaking like Gunnar Henderson, you know, that's whatever. And I get I get stuck with I get stuck with Lodolo, you know, whatever. So he, he did not have the heart to do it to me anymore, which was hysterical. Because he purposely didn't take the number one pick, so I would take it and do all that stuff. So it was it was but it was a lot of fun. That was with uh, the drunken Carver Gill and many other people that evening and you beat be, be meet the lice of There There's some big big names in that draft that you beat.
3: Yeah. Um, um uh, Kramer, Bob Cram. Tamper, tamper, tamper. Yeah. Who else? Was
2: in um, league. siege yeah see siege <laughs> he, he got a nice little smack down on that draft was mark of course player.
3: mark winoker, is a four-time mark winoker the
2: four-time repeat champ four times in a row he's wasted him yeah.
3: wasted yep. him but guess what five wow. times in a row jew champion in this league that's all that
2: uh, yeah. yeah you know, you. it's, can, it's, to get mean, it's, like it's gonna get
3: mouth jew madness uh, next year we're gonna, re, we're gonna rename it after we've won it five years in a row do you think of, you let's see, you think I could get that by the NFPC? You
2: have to listen to the yeah, MCM yeah. Jew madness draft. If if I <laughs> if I, I could get that to go, man, I, I I believe me. What do you think, Frank? You think they'll never let that? They'll never let that through. They'll never I,
3: let that I, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: But that that would be great. We 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 have to it's gotta be it's gotta be all Jews and me. <laughs>
3: That's the goal. Yeah. It's eleven it's eleven Jews and one heathen. <laughs> That's what's gotta yeah. be. Oh man, who can who can we get to be in that draft? Come on, Frank, Frank, we got to recruit. You, re- you, 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 have, you have fucking no chance. You got only Jews crunching numbers around you. You're just fucking grabbing like I want a Calvin Carroll. Let's let's think of any of the bad Jewish
2: stereotypes we can use to further enrage people. Talking about <laughs> money and, and hoarding cash and being. <laughs> let's see what else we can do to piss people off that we started we talking about. But there are plenty, and we,
3: and what's freaking Zola's going to come out? I think he's Jewish too, right? He is a Jew. Yeah, I actually was listening one time. I was surprised. He got me off guard on this one. He was talking about it or something. He's talking about something about, I don't know. You
2: got to ask him if he was Bar Mitzvah
3: when he he asked about that whole thing. Ask me if he's circumcised. Even better (laughs)
2: that. Do we need that visual? (laughs) (laughs) We don't even need that. But I'm I'm telling you, the Midnight Madness Draft is going to be now the MTM Jew Madness Draft. It's going to be me (laughs) and 11 Jewish (laughs) (laughs) analysts in the draft. Frank, you see Frank. What he, you know what Frank is doing right now. He's making your notes. Do not put this into <laughs> it the real. It's not going in. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, look. And then, of course, to top it all off, then Frank, you know, uh, unceremoniously with his big mouth, what are you talking about? was you talking about? Judging the Yankees and so and pissed off like freaking. Who did you? Who did you piss off? You pissed off fish. Right? Our our biggest subscriber, you know, who basically the John Fish special was created. The guy was paying 30 bucks a month for this subscription, something like that, for a a subscription to our show. And what does he do?
4: Go ahead, Frank, tell us what you did. Uh, So I said that because Donaldson, Josh Donaldson was on the Brewers, I was rooting against them. In the uh, what was that the wild card around So, uh, Mr. John Fish canceled his big subscription to our website and downgraded to the regular monthly yeah, because subscription
2: because he's a he's a Brewers fan, and you you had to piss him off. That was yeah. great, you know. And guess who followed suit not too long ago? Yet yet Phil Phil Dussault. Okay, also, he, it made him realize that he's paying. He
4: was paying. He was helping us out by paying. Well, what? that that was a few months. Yeah, ago, no, wasn't I'm, it? I'm
2: trying to tie the two of them together to make you feel worse. What I'm trying to do? Yeah, you're right. See,
4: the the worst part about it though is that. Uh, really, I should have been rooting for the Brewers because Josh Donaldson versus Aaron Hicks World Series would have yeah, been awesome. Okay. Uh, as a Yankees fan, that would have been torturous. Torturous
2: as to the Yankees fan. Yeah, that eighty-two, that eighty-two and eighty series wasn't that series season. You know, I don't know what's going to happen, but that was uh, that was,
4: I mean, Donald Donaldson versus Hicks in the World Series would have just been like any, the any, on any, top. any,
2: any idiot knew they should never have got Donaldson there and everything else. So, I, like I said, yeah, I don't know why you're getting all whatever. Who signed the idiot in the first place and gave him that kind of money? Which is, which is, more, any, anybody knows anything about analytics knew that he was going down and he shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have uh, signed him anyway. So he can't complain too much about that.
4: With that, we do have the uh, Zola. Oh, he's the on the way.
2: Look, he came, look at that two minutes before we wanted to come on there. So this is going to be perfect timing to take the break. We'll do the outro of Marcel Music and then we will come back and uh, with our intro and we will bring him on the one, the only Lord Zola for I don't know how long, but what long this is going to take. Stick with us. bring him in we bringing him in we are back and we are going to bring him in right now let's give him a proper introduction uh frank to the show as we bring him on right now and i guess that we we have to we have to get some video get some good sizzle Bro video uh for you know, of him and us short for, for when we get this uh, after we bring him on but let's bring him on just a gigolo, and everywhere i go people know the part i'm playing is there going to be some intro Frank right, at this point there? Each they say
1: about me when
2: the end comes All right, right, we are back and it gives me my great pleasure to introduce one of the greatest fantasy baseball minds and worst physiques of all time. A man who was born a poor black child of Jewish parents who's worked his way out of the gutter of Massachusetts into the sewers of Massachusetts, a man we have on this show, not only for his extensive fantasy baseball acumen, but out of sheer curiosity of what really goes on in his day-to-day life, the job of the head of Masters Ball in that he has incredible mental powers, just in case you thought I was insinuating something else, which of course I was here. He is in the flesh and already more than we care to see of it. Lord Todd Zola himself. present to you my spy in the ministry of defense
0: fat bastard i uh, well we're you know wearing my pat mcafee muscle shirt you know that's your
2: pat McAfee. Look, can we ask you a favor can we ask you to take off can you do like no shirt on so we can like, we can just compare like i'll take my shirt off and you have your shirt off and then we can put that out just as like a little you know sizzle roll for we to see uh, no
0: no no I'm, do i look like burt kreischer no i'm good
2: He's good. <laughs> how much money would it take to pay you? Like, we'll do this without the show. I'll have a stack of money. It's like, how much money will it take to get Todd to take his shirt off for the show?
0: Well, I just heard the words head gasket from my mechanic. So a lot less than it would have a week ago.
2: Yeah. So, so look, see when that, that's an expensive repair uh, for anybody. That yeah, about I, yeah, I know. Yeah. So why, why don't you just get like a new car, man? You could just like, you could just get a lease for like $199 a month. Get like a Kia or something like that and do
0: that. I would if I could, but I can't, so I didn't. didn't nah, so you... I just, uh, yeah, the, the life of a, of a freelance fantasy writer is not as luxurious as it's made out to be. Yes. So uh,
2: so, that, so you're saying you do this full-time, and then that's yeah. why you 100%, and that's why you can afford those snappy curtains behind you, you know, you can't even get a virtual background behind you of, of any sort. I, could, I
0: think I could drum up the rotowire background. I, that's about I'll it, do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I could open them. You can see the beautiful streets of downtown Milford, Massachusetts. We 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 were we were always wondering
2: where the hell you lived because there's always exactly what was always coming. It always sounds like there's a war zone. Like, like, shoot, there's like police
0: cars, ambulances. Yeah. shooting. Yeah, yeah. There's a fire station kitty corner. <laughs> there's a hospital about a half mile down the road, and the police station is about quarter mile as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it it it, it, it get good practice for when I go to New York for tours. The idea able to sleep at night? So yeah, Basically,
3: the, you live, like you live in like in Sim City, like <laughs>
0: no, it, it, it's actually pretty quiet now. I promise there'll yeah, be, a fire be
3: fire. You got a fire it, station, police station, you got like a leg of land or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I used to live on Mount Pleasant Street in a in a residential part of a residential house, and Mount Pleasant Street, and there were birds chirping and squirrels running around, and it was He's all, were all nice.
2: These were all inside his house, by the way, at the time. Yeah. not
0: outside. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, pretty well. There was some. There were some. Uh, they had a no screen door, so I had to have a mesh. So yeah, I had some visitors, but yeah, now I'm on Main Street, and I get Hans horns honking and motorcycles. It's, I'm not. I'm no George Carlin, but there's a routine in there somewhere. So look, you you are like, and I, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to read his bio that he
2: actually took the time the right, but so you are actually in Massachusetts right now, or are you in Connecticut right now?
0: No, I'm, at, I'm at born and bred in Massachusetts, spent a few years in Ohio going to undergrad, but I've been in Massachusetts the whole time, ever, before, after, and during. All right.
2: Well, and by the way, we 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 brought we brought uh, Todd into Just a Gigolo, the 1980s rendition by David Lee Roth, uh, and uh, and we had a just so you know our, our clueless Gen Z program director uh, Frank Piscani, uh basically did not know who David Lee Roth was. I had to let you know that when I was trying to look up this this. By assault. the
0: by the look of the video I'm looking at, he probably wasn't born.
2: No, he was not.
0: Yeah. Not so, anyone, I mean,
2: not even close. His parents were barely born, probably. In
0: 19- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he knows who Wolfgang is, but not Eddie.
2: Yeah. So he doesn't know any, he doesn't know any of those things. So we, we always constantly bust his shots about that, uh, about his age and everything else. But, uh, and we have a running bet about your age. We're going to find out about that. But before we get into this too much, okay, I'm, I'm going to read where's this email you sent me? I, 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 I want to clarify something. Uh, when we get into the show. You said, and I quote, ball busting is fine, but I won't take gratuitous shots at my brethren. Just not my style, but that should be fine. So we are not going to ask you to take any gratuitous shots, nothing about anybody else in the industry, because we don't care about those people. We've had good. them on the show. I've had Justin Mason. I've had Spore on the show. I bust them. I bust well, them take, all. I'll
0: take a shot at those
2: two. Okay, good. So we would do that. No, that's great. That's great. That we know that. Well, I'll, I'll write that stuff back into the show right away. Nah, okay. perfect. But 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 I said, so don't get all, I don't want you getting all sensitive on me now. No, no, okay? I wouldn't be here if I was. I mean, you you know, I, need to be able to take the brunt of this whole thing because you have to understand, Todd, you don't understand this. You are like an icon on the show. We have been roasting you since episode one. You have been a subject of something on the show since the beginning. And all our listeners that are listening right now, we have a lot of paid subscribers. Well, don't they, say they we. <laughs> the tens and tens of listeners? Yes, the, the dozens of listeners that we have. No. No, see Zach doesn't want to be implicated. That it wasn't, you know, it wasn't say the I'm the one. Okay, I'm the one been roasting you uh, on this show, uh, yeah, don't don't the show since the beginning. Me into this. What? It's not bring me, Don't bring me into this. No, yeah, don't bring him in. See, he wants to yeah. see, see Zach. Zach's been trying to retire for the nine episodes. So uh, we're trying to find a replacement for him. You know, there might be a career in this for you. The money's yeah, right. You
3: want, you want in on this? Do He'll I? No pay.
0: pay um, I uh, I think I hey. I think some of my freelance. um Obligations would prohibit me from uh, from doing it. Not guesting, but anyway. Yeah,
2: but he but he's here tonight. So anyway, so yeah. we have you on. Oh. And uh, as I said, so he, he so you just you just you know, like I said before, Zach interrupted me. You've been the subject on our show all the way straight through since the beginning, and people swore that you would never come on the show. I said no. I said Todd is a good sport. I, I ran into him. We've met each other. We know we go way back, right, Todd? We go way back to like your appearances when you used to come to New Jersey for
0: the Master Bowl of the mens right? Was that Las Vegas due draft, our first meeting, the guy who kept timing out, and we just had more fun in the chat room than we did during the draft? Was that sort of our first – that may have been our first kind of get-to-know-each-other? Well, which, which draft was that? Was it in Vegas? No, it was online. Okay. And the, the, the guy kept timing out. So, and that was that was during the eight, hours. maybe it wasn't you, but I thought, I thought you were there. Oh, during the eight hour? You did, back it was during the eight then. hour, and we had more fun in the chat room between his eight uh, during his eight hours of waiting yeah. than, you know, th- that, that was, you know, that's what made it, you know, we go, we just get together and, and as you say, plus balls, and this was, you know, 20 years ago when I could, you know, maybe felt more comfortable, but anyway.
2: That's when you can actually, that's when you can actually find your balls back then. Now you can't even see them
0: at all. Oh man, that water's cold.
2: That's what I don't think the water is a problem, Todd. Okay. <laughs> okay. This point, anyway. You know, so anyway, uh, with the, yeah, we, I know we, we met, I think we initially in person in Jersey, we used to come and do Probably. those first pitch yeah. things and everything you're in there too. And I uh, always come up there and chat with you back in the day, you yep. know, and uh, before this before I was world famous, but now, now I am famous and now you're here on the show very, very graciously today. So like I guess that's what we said. You're uh you're uh, um, you know, wide open for today, which is great. So, uh, so, anyway, we took a little bet. We did an over under because people said, uh, we, they, I said, Todd is older than me, which is hard to do. And we said, and because he's very, I said, he's very sensitive about it. We put the over under on 61 and a half years old. Okay. So, reveal to the audience, now, we're going to see who won the bet. We all picked, you know, I picked one and they picked the other two. The other two picked. So, the over under 61 and a half. Todd Zola, please reveal to the our listening audience, how old are you?
0: A couple months ago, I changed my Twitter bio and I put sexy Genarian on there. And that was the, the first time I could do it. So, so I am uh, a few months. I, if we count half birthdays, I'm like 60 and a half. Shit oh, fuck. Fuck. God damn it. Damn it,
2: I lost. All right. I said, I said over 61 and a half. I fucked up. So you're. So I said, no, I said,
3: I said 50s. And I. Uh, and then Mike's like, you were so sure that you're like, he, he, I know that he's over sixty because of this and this and this. And then you said, well, he 60 months, like basically. So you couldn't. So you thought to your you thought to yourself, you couldn't lose. But I was so confident. Todd doesn't look. He doesn't look
0: sixty. So I was so confident. Well, I still went under. He's not a Mike's not a numbers guy. He's a feel guy, and he just it just didn't work. You know, that's all. It just didn't
2: work Please out. Please don't use the word feel guy in the same sense as you, Todd, any way, shape, or form. Okay. Please
0: don't deal, do
2: that. Deal, deal, <laughs> N- deal. Yeah, so, so we, so we have, we have the whole history back, uh, going back from way back in the day. Have you ever, just honestly, have you, have you ever listened to an episode of this show in its entirety? Have you ever listened to it at all? Any parts of the
0: show, or no? I thought you were going to say, "Have you ever let a made event when you start?" When you have you ever loved? No. Um, one of the early shows. Okay. I forget. Let me let me preface this by. I'm probably going to get canceled right now. I don't listen to any podcasts. I rare, even, you know, DVR, my buddies and the other Rotowire podcasts, podcast. I, it's not in my bandwidth. You so, are, you are, you are a crazy rebel, man. You don't listen to anybody else's podcast. Crazy. And, you, come out and uh, that. you know, you know, I mean, I should listen a lot more just because it's part of my job. But if I'm not listening to music and writing, there's a game i I can't work when there's talking so there's a kind of call it comedy but i a, kind of a comedy podcast i binge over the weekends i don't i should listen to more but anyway so i, remember, I we had some guests there was some kind of believe it or not controversial very early and i forget what it was was and Jenny, I did listen to that the, show mm-hmm.
2: the first one, Jenny Butler was on the show, the first no, one? No, it
0: was. No, no, it, no, Jenny. I like, you know, there's nothing controversial about Jenny. Um, she's wonderful. I, I don't remember. It said something. It may not even, maybe it, was, it may have been a football. I don't know. But there was, I thought there was one of the early ones that I did. How
3: long ago was this? It might, because this is only going on a year. You might be thinking about the podcast I did.
0: I might. I might. Yeah.
3: Because you were the first, you were the first guest. I don't know if you remember. You were the first, I, first ever guest.
2: I heard that. I heard you. Zach was telling me how when he was young and wet behind the ears, you had to you had to you had to give him a little beat down and straighten him out for being too too offensive and nasty and everything else. I, I've since refined him since what what was I came on his show okay. and everything else and worked him out. But he told me you, you 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 had to set him straight in the beginning. Zach, why don't you tell that story real quick about what he what he did? You were like what was happening at that time. you were telling me the story. Well, and
3: probably doesn't even remember. I don't. Um, no, I so was just. You're, Go ahead. Go ahead. you're 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 making it sound like more than it was, but no. Todd came on, and then me and Kerlin uh, did the show, and then Todd was super nice. He did be like he was super nice on the email to, and uh, the show, and then and we had this segment of like we I think we called it like dumb draft picks or something like that, and then uh, we were looking at the ADP. This we new to uh, new to the NFBC, and we're like oh let's find the dumbest draft picks. And Todd's like I don't really want to like say these picks are dumb, and he's right. And you just sort of like I don't do I don't I don't really want to do that. That's not the really way I want to roll, right? So,
0: anyways, that was, that was it. That's not, not how the, you. Put it. I don't have the cachet to call picks dumb. Mike knows that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't. That, first of all, Todd, that's not the way you put it in the production show. He says he said you like you like demanded the recording to be stopped, and you like you schooled the two of them saying, no. that, I, "I will not be bash on people. I will not." And you straightened him out. That's what he said. The whole thing. And he had. He, he, you you, well, you going to. It wasn't. It you, wasn't that extreme. You were, storm, you were gonna storm. The telephone game. Off, you were gonna storm off the pod, and yeah. you were not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that, that's anyway, me.
3: He definitely did not say that. It was not that appropriate.
2: <laughs> <true. laughs> okay, so so anyway, but the, the funny thing is how this all came to fruition. It's like I said, like I gotta get because that we were talking about this before you came on. Is that Settler you know, stood us up, so you're like a fill and whatever. He didn't do the show, and uh, blew us off here. You know, and I don't know why he did. He, you know, he, he's he's responsible for me being on Twitter. He's responsible for meeting Zach in the first place. Or may, and then making Zach famous. And then he doesn't even come on our fucking show. So he doesn't do that. So he see he he bowed out, made some bullshit excuse. That's all look, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta top settler somehow. And and there's only one person in the whole industry that probably top Zod Settler. It's gotta be Zola, right? And no one believed he would do it. So I sent you this email and we're night people and you responded back right away. And I said, do me a favor, you know, do a little bio, right? Write a little bio for himself. So I asked him a little, so he writes me this bio. uh, So that was the bio I read. Uh, So Frank, have all the things chewed up for this as we read. But this is what Todd sends me back as a bio. And I know he's trying to be funny in this, but this is what he wrote. And I'm not excited. He took the time, Todd, so I'm going to read the bio. So this is what Todd, this is Todd's real bio. So Todd is the principal owner of Masters Bowl as well as a contributor to Rotowire, ESPN, and the host on Sirius XM Fantasy and MLB Network Radio. He's affectionately known in the industry as Lord Zola. Todd claims the moniker was bestowed upon him by Matthew Berry. But the truth is, whenever Todd shows up at live events, everyone said, oh, Lord, we don't have enough snacks. <laughs> Some of Todd's achievements included being elected to the Fantasy Writers uh, Association Hall of Fame. Congratulations, by the way, on that. Uh, the inaugural recipient of the law, Michael Zen. Uh, now award back in high school. Uh, and also being ba- and also back in high school, being named most likely to prefer XFIP over actual EOA when deciding on the Cy Young winner.
1: Uh,
2: Todd has been doing this for a long time. He doesn't like to talk about his age, but his big break came when he discovered an increased spin rate on David's four-seam rock throw right before his big matchup with Goliath. <laughs> Todd has played in many leagues to count and has won far, two dimension, uh, far too few to mention. In typical fashion, his greatest victory was a, a, in a free contest with almost no, as many competitors as the NFEC main event, finishing ahead of 314 other fantasy baseball content producers when winning the great fantasy baseball invitational in 2019. Instead of one of those oversized six-digit checks for winning the TGFBI, Todd received 181 likes on Twitter, on the Twitter post announcing his win, 12 congratulatory texts, 17 pats on the back, and a what-the-fuck-is-the-TGFBI from Mike Mason. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I forgot that you are a an overall winner, an overall champion of something, which is pretty amazing.
0: It is pretty amazing. It's of something. It is pretty amazing. So, it was, uh, it was a fun run, but it wasn't the main event. But, I mean, I'm I proud of it. Just didn't get paid, but that's good. That's the money. How many? How many
2: people actually was it? Was a 15-team league? How many people were actually were by the end of the year were actually playing this league out? How many people were dead plate teams in the league? You?
0: I won? didn't count. I know there's a you know controversy. There's a lot of talk about it. Are there people that give up? Absolutely. Are there people that give up the NFBC? Damn straight they do. So. Oh, really? I, Oh yeah! In the, main, in the main event, there's
2: most. most there, how many people you think give up on their main event teams? I more more than people are willing to admit. So you've done some you've done some analysis on this You actually go look and see how. I haven't been have...
0: in the main event for several years. So,
2: so therefore, you can talk about it intelligently because you have never been on the main event.
0: Yeah, I, I do. Ha- I, I do follow it. I know people, and yeah, the, uh, there are people that don't play it out to the end.
2: So you think that a few people, maybe one or two.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I would, know, I don't I would, want to I would compare. Exactly. I would, I'm going to say more than more than people, more than people might feel is right.
2: Okay, Zach. Proportioning the TGFBI. How many people would you say have, have three hundred and four? There's three hundred and fourteen contestants in the TGFBI, Zach. How many people do not play out the, the teams or make moves or care
3: about their teams? Oh, well, it's, it's a lot more in the TGFBI that just give up. Yeah. It's yeah. obvious. But but to Todd's point, he's right. People people do give up in the main event. And I've tracked that. And uh like I see people, like several several teams haven't done fab yeah. since like
0: halfway through the year. Yeah. Are there more in TG FBI than FPC? Yeah, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't I hope. Yeah.
2: You heard it here first on the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball and Time Podcast. Todd Zola is saying that the TG FBI is a bullshit competition. No, didn't say we that. No, I didn't say that
0: at all. So I am so, a master of putting that words all.
2: in people's mouths. Okay, so just you have to go. That you have to know that already.
0: I right? know already. I, I, You said we've go back a long way. No, I've never said that. I, I, It is a solid competition. It does really good things for the industry. Do too many people give up? Yeah, too many people give up. We've been called out on it. And I'd like to think that it's improved the past year or two. Yes, you'd like to think that.
2: So I'd first like of all, big question that. is why, so after all the years we go, all, all we go way back, why are you not following me on Twitter? I, I noticed I follow you. But you have not yet followed me on X or Twitter, whatever the hell you call it, That is a big problem. That is, that is not good. Why, why would you not follow me? Because you don't like my posts? What is it?
0: I, I haven't followed, I haven't added anybody for a long time. Mainly, it has a lot to do with, and I'll be honest, it has a lot to do with when I first started following people, I followed like everybody. And the people I kind of cared about, not so much, you know, the tweets I cared about got so diluted that I missed them. So I kinda at some point I just stopped following anybody and maybe I should go back and think about another handful to add. Yeah, I think but, it might uh, be time. You know, you want to get Zach on there and Frank. Especially no, Frank. because, you know, no one tweets anymore. So I got I'm following people that don't tweet anymore. It's just it's it's uh I say some dumb things that don't get any comments where I used to get railed on. So well, I've a, I've,
2: made, I've made comments on some of the dumb things you tweeted I know, on, I, but I don't not yeah. not
0: nearly as many. So yeah, no, you are right, and I I think it is time that I reassess my follower list because that's I mean it was, you know, a, a few years ago. At this point, it's like I, I really he tweet he tweeted that and I didn't see it, and uh, I probably should I probably always get rid of a bunch of people,
2: and I think we should
0: and add go through and add some people. So I think you should yeah. get rid
2: of Mason and Spore right off the top. They got to go
0: gone. Right po- I, I wanted to make sure he was around. I haven't seen him post for his wife. A while. His
2: wife posts everything for him. She she doesn't let him talk much anymore. I don't just, follow he, her,
0: you know, because she came know, after, you
2: know. So, so you don't want to do that. But you should definitely be, you know, find Zach, Frank, myself, you know, come on. Now that we're all buddies now and we're going to be like, No, friends, we'll do. Probably. We'll do. We'll do. You should do that. At least you could do. But okay. So look, people really want to know we, we, we're going to get to the baseball stuff. I We, we sent you the draft board. Uh, of the the first full 150 dc it's going to be up on the screen a little while we, we're a very advanced thing todd you don't have to even look at your own screen or on the side there it'll all be right in front of us so you can see it all uh in a little while we're going to analyze that draft look, look at all the great picks that were made and get your commentary and some things and the and, uh, Zach's also did some interesting analysis of your uh, twenty three twenty three uh projections right and how they and how they actually uh, uh performed which we will go over that with you but we want to know a little bit about your life you're, you're an enigma people want to know about you as a person, tell us a little bit about your life that no one knows about. Like, how did you how did you start out? You know, you know your your, your early days. You know, we want to get into your your personal life, all the intimate details, that kind of stuff, like that. And then, I'll, so you you say what you're going to say, and then I'm going to interject some things as we go along. I want to really find out some things that people no one knows about you. What, uh, tell, what a little bit about yourself.
0: All right. Well, I had no intentions of doing this for a living. I got into it as a fan fantasy that is in the late 80s while i was in graduate chemistry graduate school for chemistry i was going to cure cancer i was going to solve you know cure all these diseases and, and such um and i was in science i was in biotech for i don't know how many years i include my, my my graduate training and teaching at the time took a little longer because i was teaching at the time to make a little extra coin so i could afford head gasket jobs in my cheap cars back in the day But then um, around – so I I I was doing part-time with Masters Ball and some other places since 97. But 2010 um, was relieved from my high-tech job in Cambridge by a company that I didn't know at the time was in the process of being sued. So it's probably not a bad thing. Well, what did, what, I, did
2: you, yeah. what did you do there that caused the company to be sued? What, were they, I, uh, what you
0: do I exactly. I got caught using their computers for fantasy baseball purposes. No. Um, right,
2: well, first of all, we you're going through all the boring shit. Okay. We okay. all know about whatever. I want to I want to know about your younger years. What happened? What, what, how did it all start? You know, what, with you you when you were, were you like what, what was you like like in school, grade school, high school? What happened with you during that period of time that forced you to become the, the person you are today doing what you're doing for a living right now. Like, what, where did, where did we, where did we skew off into this whole spot where you are now in life? In terms of, you know, you you went to school, you got an advanced education, you're going to do all these different things. You could have made a fortune as a college professor potentially, all these benefits, everything else like that. But what happened? What the hell happened in your early years? You know, do you have brothers and sisters? Do you have friends? Did you ever, were you married? Did you have girlfriends,
0: boyfriends, whatever? I, we know nothing of this stuff. No one knows any about your early life. Tell us about Yeah, this. and there's a re- reason for that. No, I mean, high school was, you know, regular. I mean, same old high. I was a, a heavy, believe it or not, I, I was a chubby kid in high school, no self-esteem, not very good in the dating dating scene. I uh, thought I was too cool to dance and, you know, didn't, you know, the, the blah, blah, blah. Got a little more confidence in college for whatever reason. I don't know why. I think in high school I was trying to be people, a person that I wasn't, to impress people you know, any male, female, whatever.
2: Okay, let's do another over-under right now. Over-under, three times the number of times Todd got laid in college, right? Don't wanna say anything. Over-under, Zach, Frank, num- three times over-under, number of times Todd got laid in college. What will you say, Zach? Cause he busted out, like you mm-hmm. said, you heard him. He busted out and started sowing his oats in college. So he was going all going crazy out there, you know going full, you know, rerun in college. The white version of rerun. In college, right? You don't even don't even know that reference. They, they, you know the reference, Todd. They don't know that reference of that show there. So, what do you think? Over under, Zach? What will you say?
1: I'll we'll go over,
2: over. Frank, I'm gonna follow Zach again. I'm, I'm I believe Ooh, in Todd. Look at this. So I got, I got to say, three. I'll go under.
0: Zach, Todd, let us know. He's trying. He's trying to calculate and remember. Like, does <laughs> that count? You know what? I'm gonna say it's a push. A push. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you had said two and a half, then yeah, I'm gonna you know. I'm of there was a half a time. You were fewer than one of year, and I was there five years, so it's even worse. No, I think I'm. Uh, I I have me- I have memories of uh, of a being a push. Three. So you're saying three yeah. times? Yeah, yeah. I'm, times? I'm, I'm not you know not the uh, not the Don Juan people think I am. Hey,
2: but look, hey, Todd. Look, the fact that you there was even an, a positive number that you just mentioned right now, well, it's, right, it's, it's right now it's saying shockwaves through the fantasy world. That there was actually we found out that that that, that, that Zola himself got played at yeah. least as far as he can recollect, like, because he probably
0: forgot it sometimes, right? Well, the funny thing is, I don't think anybody from my college is listening, but they're like, who were they? Because they um whatever <laughs> reason, my 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 partners, if you will, you know, didn't want to go up to the mountaintop and say. I just jumped on Zola, so uh, anyway.
2: Right now, if this gets out, there's women that're gonna hear this show and go, yeah. "Oh shit!" He just said, it. Go, no, no, "Don't say any no, names, yeah.
0: please, no. God, please, I'm not gonna say to my defense because I mean, you know, it's not to my defense. I went to a a uh, technical school where the ratio was six to one guys to girls. So doing by math, if I went to a normal school, I may have actually hit eighteen.
2: Well, yeah, truthfully, actually, that 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 makes the number even more spectacular. You know, <laughs> I, I, but God, I, I'm going to tell you, God only knows what those women look like. I, I can, only ima- can only imagine my poor son just graduated not too long from NGIT in New Jersey, you know, technical school. And I'm walking around again. I, I felt sorry for the poor kid. He's a good looking kid. He's in computers. And I'm looking around going, oh, my God, this is what, this is what you have to choose from. The ratio is about the same thing at that, at that university. I so. would
0: say the, um, the ranking is probably equal to the number. If you're if you're grading the, uh, and yeah, you know, listen, I mean, whatever. All <laughs> right, so he, he, they, they weren't they weren't getting uh, you know they weren't getting a uh, Fabio with me on the other end, so.
2: <laughs> Todd's all of the Fabio <laughs> of fantasy sports. There is a new thing. So, Zach, did you want to say something? Do You want to add something? I think you feel you want to You wanted to say something about this? No.
0: He just tried to. It. Yeah, to he can't believe that it's that it's that it's that, in- that, uh, yeah. Zach's sitting there trying he's to gonna get gonna hire his, a PI to find out who they were.
3: He's trying to get the visual out of his head. right now. Like not, I feel like we're a major league movie and you're like the color commentator. I'm just, a, I'm just the guy drinking and my like, he's like do got <laughs> anything to say. I'm like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nothing to add to
2: that. So, so anyway, so I so, know so, all these, these, these college concrete, there, there was never like a serious long-term relationship. You never like, you're going to get married. Maybe or you were
0: married. You broke someone's heart. What happened? This is kind of, kind of, you know, the story of my life I never wanted to mess up such a good friendship you know how many of those females I'm now friends with now so are they friends with benefits like you can go back to and say, Look, no, I, I, wanna- mean, I, I you know we get along great we hang out we do everything but and I don't want to make that next step because I value your friendship too much Frank mm-hmm. got the number right you all get the, you know how many of those girls eat, say you know how many Facebook Twitter none you know, so it's like, well, what was I like thinking of? I'm not going to be friends with these women for the next fifty years. Just if they say no and they hate you for it, you'll find someone else to say no to that'll say no to you. So I just didn't. I didn't have the confidence. I lacked the self esteem, and I think you I think, and I, I think that kind of. I'm not the most confident fantasy player. We'll leave, You know, we'll put it. You know, I, I even now, I uh, I don't have the the, the the to take the chances or whatever. Can, so, come,
2: uh, can I, can I, can I be your, come your life? I want to become your life coach. Okay. Oh you're boy. still, you're still, oh you're selling boy. yourself. Swear. Look, hang on. Let me, let me coach you for a while. I'll get you out there, man. You gotta, you know, you can't, you can't live this life all by yourself man. At this age. You got, you have a, those, you have a lot to offer some woman. Don't you think you have a lot to offer on some level? There's, there's, there's someone for everyone. Okay.
0: Oh, you I, you I understand all this stuff and you know, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's more, more important things that we can talk about.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, look, you can go to, you can go, I mean, you know, you, you don't go out, you haven't been out to Vegas. You, know, you can go out there and you know, that's, you know, easy to find out there. But well, I think you wrote out something you don't want out there. Go to that I've route. been to
0: Vegas like 50 times. I just haven't been for the past five or six years.
2: You never went to the Tom Kesnick route, you know, when you were out there, basically. You just went, you just basically kept it kept it close to the vest out there. And, and everybody, everybody here listening knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's out there. When you go out to Vegas, it's like it's I, common knowledge.
0: <laughs> I went, I went to Vegas for the events, not for Vegas,
2: so, Not for okay. Vegas, yeah. So, what do you do for fun, Don? What what what's your idea of doing something that's fun and you know that kind of thing?
0: Um, but, well, going going to ball games, and I don't have a lot of chances to do so. But I try to make a a point of during the All Star break, I go to the Cape Cod League, see some games there. Uh, we got first pitch Arizona coming up. We see some games there. Um, I you know I spend most of my time by myself. So when I, you know, I kind of alluded to it earlier, uh, free, plan, free, free plug. I don't think whatever. I there's a syndicated radio show that I listen to, Bob and Tom, and I just I, I enjoy listening to them. But I, I I have family in the area. I don't see them enough, but I enjoy hanging out with them. They've all got yeah, bro- yeah, brothers and sisters. Uh, to- brothers way out in in Portland, Oregon.
2: Is he also yeah. named Todd? Because there's this whole big confusion. Thanks to uh, thanks to somebody on 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 this uh on this podcast right now, you know, pro- prodding the other Todd Zola, which
0: prompted Todd this Todd Zola. The to email me going, "What's going on?" He thought it was a joke. Like, I, I, well, I really... I, yeah. Well, no, it's just when I hadn't hear back from you, like, so am I being bumped for the other Todd? Um, <laughs> yes, I have a sister that's in Bellingham with uh, some family here, so I, I I do I don't see them enough, but um, I that and. I honestly I don't I mean I don't get out much anymore. The, I, there was a time where back in my 20s and 30s I was either at a um uh, uh seeing some some friends and bands play out or the the local boom, the comedy boom in Boston in the in the 80s I was jump between a couple of the, uh, the 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 bigger comedy places uh, bigger comedy shows, not performing, just listening, just sitting in the stands, sitting in the stands, sitting in the uh, sitting. In... I did go on stage once in college though, and, and did stand up, believe it or not.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I, and we can tell that there was a short lived career, but that was your, your bio you wrote there. That, that didn't last too long afterwards, right? Your comedy career. You actually got in front of an audience of people. That's gotta be the hardest yeah. thing. You stand up comedy in front of people looking at you like that. And you know, and you did it.
0: It. I surprised, I mean, there was a, there was supposed to be a um, a contest. And uh, only two of us tried out, so we both got it. And I, the trial was like first semester, and then the the actual show was like months later. And I got forgotten, you know, forgotten that I tried out. And Yakov Smirnoff was the was you know we we I basically opened for Yakov Smirnoff.
2: And and, you know, and that, and that, that's a reference, of course, to someone that I know, and Frank does not know who that is, and probably neither does Zach. At all who yeah, as, That's as, how
0: long ago. You well, know, yeah. So I, I, I shocked my friends that um that I was even doing it, and um, you know, it, it's, I think my biggest laugh was serendipitous, which is kind of which is, and then and I got to uh, you know talk a lot about farts and making fun of the one of the maybe that's why I was so my number was so low because I spent half the show making fun of the sorority with all the pretty girls. Well, that, that was with, a good with,
4: move. Good, with, good move.
0: Yeah, that exactly. Moves. That that's that, that was my. Yeah, like I said I'm not Mr. Smooth. I'm not. I'm not go, go very young.
2: Um, where there's a 61 ratio of men to women. Yeah, and, and, and I just and I pissed off of half of them them. Of I,
0: I And, and, to and I and I picked up pissed off half of them. I wasn't very suave to Boner back then.
2: What what about the uh, you know what about these farts you're talking about? Well, you know you know, you know, you've been called out before about you know having f- farting during your show has come out on like uh, on on uh, social media. We, we caught that that there's recording. Zach shared a recording of that one time that you're in the middle of a rotor wire podcast and there was some farting going on. You know what what, what was causing that? You, know, you have any recollection of that? You know I that- don't,
0: and I I make a point of before and after, but not during. So I mean, I'm, this you know sounds like I'm 12 year old making excuse to his parents. It was probably shifting in my chair. Yeah, because,
2: Zach, Zach, you 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 we have to roll we should have rolled we should have the tape. Right I honestly
0: I mean if it was I was so involved because my analysis was so intelligent and and <laughs> and, and, and and next level that didn't even realize what I was doing.
3: I think it just adds to the legend anyways. I think it's a good thing.
0: Um I mean, I I'm at the age you know, I could I I could admit that I like Aria and I commit admit that I fart. I mean, I'm at that age now. You know, yeah. I mean it's 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 you it, it, get to it, a certain it, point. You know,
2: okay, we, we are here with the, the we are here for people just joining us. Like <laughs> we on a radio broadcast, we we're here with the, with the late great Todd Zola talking about his very sad and, um, and eventful life as we're going along here. So, first of all, okay, so you figure you spend all this time alone, right? I, that's next, next question. What's your, what's your favorite porn site, and how many hours a day on average do you spend on porn sites?
0: Um, you know, what'd you say? There's just I, too many to, to be a favorite too many I mean, your favorite? you know i mean I, I can't i can't i don't want to piss you know this one off and, and not recognize that one yeah,
3: you don't want to lose the rotor sponsor. wire sponsors
0: let's say kind of like earlier answer um not not zero but fewer than people think
2: okay so let's go let's go let's go before internet then okay what when, when, when you what was your favorite dirty magazine back in the day? Was it like something mainstream like Playboy or Penthouse or Hustle? You or did what, you go with, was, with something more exotic? Was it
0: like Wii or Swank or Beaver Hunt? What'd you go for back in the day? I was just at the age where videotapes came in. I didn't I mean I you know I, you know, I'm remembering one of my jobs, many, many jobs, was like cleaning out apartments once once they're you know people moving out. And we would always find piles, like under the bed and the closet, piles and piles of magazines. And that was probably my introduction. And I don't even remember the names. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was kind of at the age where just as videotapes started to come into fruition. So, I mean, people out there are like, Zola's talking about every? You all do it. You think you invented it. Yeah. So don't think I'm the only one that, you know. Don't you have to defend yourself? I'm not the only one. You don't. have to defend yourself. I'm the you, you you defend yourself. He, he, saying the he, only one whose laptop, you know, is is out is off limits for any. But you can look at my computer, but just stay away from my laptop.
2: Look, everybody, everybody listening to the show right now, okay, <laughs> does does all these things I'm talking about? That's that's what that's what people some that are. Of them, some of them have, do it
0: with other people.
2: Yeah, they don't want to admit that, but they they yeah. but they all, all do the porn sites and they all do the magazines, they all did it back in the day and the videotapes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they're just amazed that you you would admit to any of that kind of stuff. So well, we, we you don't you don't have to defend yourself because we're just we're just happy to hear that you're one of the guys that, does, that 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 does that can do all this kind of stuff.
0: I'm so old that porn is now free and it costs money for water. I mean Back in the day, it was the you know it was water was free and it cost money for It's porn. a good point. Like, like, guys thought about this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, anyway. So look, you, first
2: of all, what is the craziest thing, sex thing you ever did with a woman? Okay, you don't have to you you don't get name names. We mind you, you'll you have to talk top Zach's igu- iguana incident, which we're going to discuss more later. Was, but was it, could you could you think of anything kind of crazy? when you're in single the digits, there's
0: nothing crazy. There's you know, nothing you when you're in, you know, I mean, and I, you know, I've never been, I mean, not I, I'm heavier. I'm heaviest now. I mean, I was heavy back then. So one is, is limited to the, you lean, uh, you, I had
2: met you one time and you had leaned out. You had lost like 250, 300 pounds.
0: Oh, I lost a hundred pounds and um, you know, found it again. But I mean that was, even then even then I, I mean I was you know I, I I played intramurals. I played sports I played softball I played football so I mean I actually was air quote athletic but I um, mean you know, then just not more head, athletic you know. than Ariel Cohen though right I mean you can't be that can't be possible I I used to pitch so I didn't pitch I mean I, I didn't take videos but I wasn't a bad softball player no no Ariel is Ariel is is just something else I mean if we have a, a Telt wars draft for our own league I mean he's he's 1.1 You know, I mean, Ronis is up there too, but he's 1.1.
2: Well, we had Ronis on the show as well too. And uh, so he was a great sport about being on the show. I'm guessing
0: his number was higher than mine.
2: Of what God, we, we didn't ask him that we we assumed we assumed there was in the for him it's a dozens he's always out there doing something you know uh you know he's always like is he, he's he got a, they're on a revolving door policy if Ron it does he doesn't stick with one person long he, he he thrives in that kind of stuff by how many partners he can rack up over time and and whatever he's I think he's in a in a serious relationship now he's considering marriage good for whatever but uh you know you know he, he he's like he likes to he, we, he you know he has a certain type he likes and you know he's always got him on a rotation good for him. Out there. So we we do we have established okay on this show uh, that 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 Todd Zoll has been in, re- in a relationship with a woman that wasn't inflatable or animatronic on the show.
0: We have, um, we have relationship, relationship is uh, a stretch. What's the longest you ever dated one woman for? Now going back to my not wanting to mess up a friendship and dating, with doing everything but consummating said friendship. No, I, I could I could go year you know in, in the years. No, it's got to be consummated.
2: It's got to be a consummated relationship. I mean, um, you know. uh,
0: we're less than a week. That it just. Jesus yeah, I'm telling you, I I, I it explains a few what things. Hell, I,
2: what uh, what, the, what one, Tell me what the hell went wrong? So I, where 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 did all of a sudden you you you're obviously heterosexual male? You you win with women. You, 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 what what made you just what what happened? Like, you just don't want to have anybody around. I don't get no, that.
0: I know I low, low self esteem, maybe set my maybe set my um sights too high and yeah. uh, t- deathly afraid of regret uh, rejection, just didn't have it. And um, we're, we're, we're yeah. gonna
2: fix that. We are fixing this. We have we, Frank, instead of the home version of the show, we usually give all our parting gifts to our guests. We're gonna send them a treadmill for starters. We're well, I got to
0: him. go, no, I and, and my doc, to be honest, I mean, I'm just not up. joking here. My doctors are working in cahoots with my dentist to uh, to help me lose weight. And it's, See, it's. And, I mean, it's going to take a while, but we're headed... By
2: removing by removing as many teeth that'll lower you? <laughs> no, problem. by,
0: you, know, you you get it. I mean, what you do for a living, whatever. <laughs> you, I mean, you can't eat them. Oh,
2: I get, so so I, them. I, I,
0: they're asking me to brush my teeth more. And even I can't eat chocolate after brushing my teeth because that's just disgusting.
2: Well, look, first <laughs> of all, yeah, I, I don't know why you have to be coached to brush your teeth more.
0: It's standard procedure. Well, I do it at night. I just wouldn't do it after every meal.
2: So, this <laughs> is not something that there should be a stress for. Normally, most people brush your teeth at least morning and night. Zach, yeah, how yeah. many times a do you brush your teeth? A week? No, a night,
3: a day. <laughs> I one 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 at night,
4: one in the morning.
2: So well, twice a good. day, Frank. You yeah. you brush your teeth twice a day.
4: Uh, honestly,
0: probably less than two times a day on
4: average. You don't, get, sure.
0: you don't get to be like this by taking proper care. Be it, be it eating, be it any any habits. Any you know you don't. Get, so anyway, so
2: we, we established um, that the dentist is working in in cahoots with the dietitian because they say they they think if your teeth are bad, you can't eat. That's what that. No, it's
0: it's well, no, it's just that again, asking me to brush my teeth more often, um I can't. You know, I even I think that a Twinkie's disgusting after eating after brushing my teeth. But my doctor um challenged me to test my sugars. And uh, they you know before oh, oh, we'll any in...
2: further, wait a minute. I, I have another quiz. Oh Quick boy. Game. Quick game. Let's do let's see. Let's do an over under on how many prescription meds oh boy takes per day. Wait a minute. Oh I'll boy. Give it away. Okay. It's, it's more uh, than the wait, wait, number hold, before. Hold on, I, I have a number I wrote down. I want you to ruin this right now. You're going to fuck I, up this, this whole thing right here. All right. I need, I need to count. So wait a minute. I over under how many prescription meds Okay. that Todd takes per day. We're going to set it at six and a half. I'm going to say there's got to be at least a blood pressure medication. There's got to be something for cholesterol, probably asthma, something bowel-related, some type of diabetes, and erectile dysfunction, not that the last one matters. So that, that's five or six right there. So I'm gonna set it at
4: prescription medications over under six and a half a day. Frank? Um, my gut is telling me under, but maybe that's just because I can't think of enough medications one would be taking.
2: <laughs> your age, cause the age is no medication. When I, when I was 20 something years old, it's like, who cares? You, were like, you, just, you think get Tylenol or whatever. No, there was like no medication in my life. I understand, you would not even need it. So Zach, over under six and a half prescription medications Per day.
3: Oh, that's a lot. I go under.
2: Do you wonder? I had said over. Okay. So, Todd Zola, please reveal how many prescription medications do we take it's, it's per day? It's right
0: at that number. I'm trying to, I mean, you know, I'm trying to, trying to count. And and, and just, just so you know, it's only for, only for um, blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and gout. The other stuff, I, my cholesterol is fine. I got how, two. I got, how dare you accuse me of having bad cholesterol?
2: Your, your cholesterol. You know why your cholesterol? Is free? They just gave up on counting your cholesterol. No, so that, actually, that, it,
0: uh, that is fine. Um, they take
2: your cholesterol, and they often go, "Hey, fuck so it. I'm not even gonna bother just, with
0: So there's two, there's two, there's two uh, diabetes, and a third that's once a week that I just started. Okay. And then there's three, three, two or three um, high blood pressure, and then the one for the gout. So like right at that six-seven line. If we count the weekly one, I think we're at seven.
2: So hey, look, but I tell you, I said the over where's my winning buzzer I yeah, winning bell, yeah. I win Frank. Like, i
0: it maybe you know I'm not even going to say it maybe six because I don't want to ruin Mike's day, but it's either six or seven you better one remember. two, three four he's five.
2: got a drawer for those people who are not here let's get home'll a desk drawer
0: well, I mean, this is this is how I, I don't know if we're still on video or not, but if it wasn't for my pillbox, I wouldn't know what day it was. And we need a pillbox that starts Monday to Sunday. This is starting on Sunday. Just it, it throws me. We should, we definitely should design
2: one. There's how you make your millions and the women flock to you. You invented a pillbox that goes Monday through Sunday. Instead.
0: There you go. You, you started to reference the jerk at the very beginning. That that's kind of yeah. like what, what he could invent that would go wrong. And then, uh, and
2: then uh, first of all, did Zach and Frank, did David catch that movie? Did you catch that movie reference I made that he, when I said he was a poor, uh, black, black child born in Jewish parents? No. You didn't see that.
0: All I need is this keyboard and this monitor. And that's all I need.
2: That's all you need. So there's look, keyboard so this the, monitor
0: and this monitor. All right, go. One of the things we were discussing
2: before we came on, actually, they, we, you, you've heard of the MT, couple of MTM branded events that are in the NFPC. Yes. The MTM Ultimate and there's also the MTM Midnight Bandit Trap, which Zach won this year. Good for him. Uh, and uh, took it down a $6,000 first place. He, he, he dethroned another fellow Jew in Mark Winoker, who had won it four years in a row. Okay. So he's thinking we should do, we should just call it, you know, the, the, the Jew night madness. What are just going to be like me and 11 other Jews in the draft? I think it's a brilliant idea. You know, what do you think? If it, wouldn't that be a, that would be a a, a, a
0: great thing to look is to see. Right. Can we get you, if we, if we changed to an all Jew draft, would you do it? Um, it's like a minion. It's not a draft. Um, even then I, I, I would like to rejoin this high stakes arena at some point, but that even that won't get me out there. Sorry.
3: That won't get you out here. You can't do it
0: because it's on Friday night. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, and I'm so religious.
3: Yeah. yeah are you?
2: Listen, We got it. We got an atheistic Jew and a guy who's just like he's like an an, an an agnostic Jew on the show. Is that what we're trying to say? Did you do, oh, no. did you have your bar Did you have a bar mitzvah? I'm the
0: obnoxious Jew. Yes, I had a bar mitzvah. Yeah.
2: So who who played there? Did you have like what was the famous because this is the thing that Jewish families where they always get these famous people to come, like celebrities to come, do your. What did you have? A magician? What did you have? At your no, none family? of
0: that. I will say that it was in night in nineteen seventy six. So you, so you had pretty,
2: Abba. You had like you had yeah, like Abba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, had Abba. I mean, you had the
0: Bee Gees. No, you you can pretty much figure out the color scheme. So uh yeah, but um no, we we weren't quite like that. I mean, it, it was it was an elaborate party. But no, we have no, I don't remember ever seeing it.
2: Did, did, you, did you get later you your bar mitzvah or no? No. No. I think no. No. Thirteen. Like, you know how
3: old you are in
2: your 13. Bar mitzvah. You're 13. Yeah. I, I, Look, see, Some people start people, some people start early back in the day. I, I you know. Yeah. So I mean I was I was fortunate to start to start to start early. You know, I'm not talking like Wanda Franco early, but I'm you know, at this point it was definitely uh you know earlier on. In my life, I was bullied, whatever. And, I, and, I, and believe it or not, I started out as a nerd as well, too. You know, in my life. And I and I and I evolved out of. It. I was bullied in my neighbor. I, I evolved out over time, thankfully. You know, could have, I could have went down a bad road. Thankfully, I evolved out of that as well, too. And I was I was I was, I was fat fat kid in college, the first year, too. I gained the freshman forty. I was I was a, I was a little bit of a train wreck back then. But I, you know, I was able. I found weight training and fitness and health. And look at it. Look at I'm the statuesque person that you see right now, pushing sixty years old. Look at this right you can do the same. Thank you Frank you can, you can, you can, you can do the same we're gonna, we're gonna get you to do, we're gonna get you to do the same that, that, that's my that's my goal to get a buff Todd Zola and can um, and, and afford to go out and do these events like the the, the, the midnight Jew draft that we're gonna do for the NFPC.
0: the uh, you know the other thing that I was doing in cahoots so they got me checking my sugars and they have convinced me to get a Fitbit. So I'm going to start, and this is the way to, to, to challenge, you know, the way to
2: know so the challenge. is How do you get that flip bit around your wrist? That's the,
0: well that, that's I, the I, first it's being, it's being given to me for a gift. And that I mentioned that because it's not in the store. So we have to order it online. And I like, yeah, um, that is a concern. So um, actually it was, I told, I said, I hate wearing, hate wearing jewelry watches, whatever. It probably goes back to when I used to work in labs. So they like, well, you can get one around your ankle. Said nah, there's there's nothing that's gonna fit around my ankle.
2: Did you like uh, did you like torture small animals and work on and, and do stuff in the lab like that? Were you using laboratory animals and you in you
0: in college and my first job before I went to grad school?
2: Yes. See, this is what happens. you start you start doing these things to animals, it affects you mentally. You never recover. All right, right Let here.
0: Just, just to say, there was a time in my life that uh, the word "ratsical." was important ratsicle that yeah, involves rats dry ice and a blender see that that he, he, see
2: now you see now you see how that you go down a bad path
0: frank yeah you don't
2: you don't want you don't want to be doing that kind of shit in college because it fucks you up thank frank's out of college now barely too he's a big journalist by the way maybe you can get him a job he, he's a big journalist and for right went to school for journalism and he's great he's a great photographer he does all these great things uh so you know you should definitely maybe you help him out
0: if he, if he needs a reference or needs a line, you know, I, I know, I know people, if I don't piss them off in the next hour, I still may know them.
2: Frank's like, like please don't, please don't put it reference for me. Look, just, just consider this for one moment. How much money do you think we'd make? Right. If, if we could get Zach got a woman, got him laid and, and get the woman to come on the show and discuss the experience with him on the show. You be, that would make us a fortune if we could do that but the, the, but the thing is Zach uh, Frank would have to be there to film it we have to get it on video as well too and, and sell the video of this as well too uh, if we did that it, w- it other than being the shortest conversation we ever had it would send viral shockwaves through the industry and we would make a mint of money in the process and would you be game if we did that if we could find a way to set this up would you go along with this to make
0: some money or no if finds a woman named Mary it could be Zach and Mary make a porno
2: That's right it was a great movie yeah. one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Now, if you get,
0: what's her name? Elizabeth. What's that? Uh, Elizabeth Banks. to okay. be the. All right, look, 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 look. If I can get Elizabeth Banks.
2: <laughs> okay. If I showed up, let me ask you a question. If I showed up at your house one day and I had Elizabeth Banks with me and said, Eliz- Elizabeth Banks wants to bang you on camera for money. All right. And, and Frank's going to film and you're going to get, you're going to get Elizabeth Banks and you're probably going to make a million dollars for you. Would you do
0: it? Are you talking to? I'm talking to Todd. Oh, talking to me. I thought you were talking to Seth. She's not exactly married. He's life's did, over. Uh, like, well, I mean, she was willing to do Seth Rogan, right? Yeah, you know, she didn't really I mean, I mean I, At this point, I only need to lose around 100 pounds to look like him. Grow forget,
2: up forget losing any anyway. weight. You're just you're, you're sitting there yeah, one yeah, day. Yeah, yes. If you were, uh, your, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're sure.
2: your, look, you're at your computer. Sure, okay? sure. You're looking, at you, you're looking at your jelly porn. You're looking at the box. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. Sure. I show up. I got Elizabeth Banks. I got a camera crew. All right, and we got a check for a million bucks. We're going to say she's so going to bang you right now on your bed, and I, we got the whatever condition those sheets are as it is already. All right, and you're going to make a million bucks for this doing, but it has to be on camera and that that can be public afterwards. Would you do it
0: at this point? Yeah,
2: why not? Yeah, yeah, see, see? there, there we got them. Now we got open opening up. Oh, that would be that would be awesome.
0: Well, she, you know, she's not going to subscribe to my site now. No,
2: no she won't. No, she will <laughs> not. Uh, but anyway, so uh, listen, we're going to take a break real quick now. We've been talking with the the great uh, and less enigmatic now Todd Zola who's been gracious enough to come on the show. Uh, the best is yet to come uh, as we get into some fantasy analysis momentarily. We're going to take a quick break, Frank, and take us out and bring us back. We are back to the show. Did we use? Didn't we use? Didn't we use Aerosmith last time, Frank? I gave a list of new songs. That wasn't one of them. And uh, you know, that yes was. Yeah, that we but we
4: We used it last show though. This so. was on the list of. You sent me an email before. You sent me an email last night with songs. It's a nice. Isn't
2: it. a nice Boston band. It's a nice Boston band for Todd. Did to, to, to we played Aerosmith for him? So uh, we do, which is cool. So uh, so do you have a problem when you go out in public, Todd? Because people are staring at you, thinking you're a celebrity, but just can't figure out which one. Like what, what? What celebrity are people like to conf- confuse you with, when you go out in public? I mean,
0: I, I I have a from my olden days. I have a fantasy alarm shirt, and people think I'm Howard Bender. No, um, I I pretend I've won. I've, hmm?
2: That got to be the stupidest thing. I mean, people are making these fucking
0: jokes. Um, I won a costume contest in college. Here he goes like, playing Norm. <laughs> You I mean, norm, norm thing. It's the all you gotta do is put a you know put a jacket on a shirt with no tie and walk around with a beer, and you're norm. Yeah. I people you know every time I walk in the room, norm. So yeah, I um. So you want a costume? two You week. want to try? And all yeah, basically just out of five, take a yeah, giant. You,
2: well, we're finding out, Zach, that Fatih had he has had a quite a crazy life, man. He's like oh, I'm I mean, crazy. Yeah,
0: you're right. You I'm
2: want a nuts. Hook, I want to fucking party with you, man. And I'm they, nuts. You got, yeah, got, yeah. That's what we're going to do, Zach. We're gonna, we're gonna, this is going to be my entourage in Vegas this year. I'm going to fly out Frank and to, and Todd, guys that can't normally afford us, and we're going to bring them out there with us. It's going to be our entourage. Let's
3: do it. I'm in. I'll, just, I'll play on my cell phone. I'll hang out with you guys. You'll hang out? Yeah, yeah for that's sure. Cool. Fuck yeah,
2: of yeah. course. Todd, I'm gonna, Todd, Todd help, me, help me understand this. I mean, you, you, you can help me give me perspective. Why is it that people who are overweight always blame it on a glandular problem, and people who are overly muscular, like me, are always accused of being on steroids? I mean, you know, do you have, do, do you have like a glandular problem or no? Yes or no?
0: I have a no self-respect problem.
2: You see, besides eating glands, right? So, so yeah, I so
0: my my the the woman I just saw as my, as a, my, the diabetic consultant says that it could be hereditary. I'm thinking there was nothing in my parents' history that forced me to eat that pizza. You know, that forced me to you
2: yeah, know that, or that or that baby.
0: I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby
1: back, baby back, ribs.
0: Or the the um, you know the the Chinese buffet. So no, I just I you know portion portion control, um, know I you know that just never had it and learn you know kind of have it now because um, kind of have to. I'm kind of lucky to be. This big and talking to you right now.
2: Yeah, like so, we well, lucky to be alive category. Go. We, we we know we,
0: we, we need you around, man. So you gotta you gotta, you gotta well, start taking care okay, um, okay. I've got a on my elliptical, I've put um pictures of Julio Rodriguez and some of the youngsters that I have in my dynasty leagues.
2: Right. So right. to
0: give me um you know, to give me uh incentive.
2: No. Yeah. Well it does piss me off because it takes a lot of work to look the way that I do. Uh, at my age and i'm sure it does that it pisses you off as well too with a lot of work to look the way you do as well so you get pretty upset with that i'm sure
0: well for i mean if you add up all the times i actually was working out it's it's you know I, they're probably 10 years of my 60 but it's that other 50 there you have an issue so
2: yeah you got to do that so zach we, we are we're we gonna move into the uh fantasy uh uh baseball part of our uh, analysis here and uh zach you've prepared some things you really want to is with the these are slides you, Frank? You put together for uh, Todd,
4: or is there a board? Uh, these are the boards first.
2: So you want to do you want you want to talk about this first? Uh do we talk
3: about non fantasy baseball stuff on this fantasy baseball
2: podcast? It's a fantasy no. baseball entertainment podcast. Now we spent about a good hour and whatever plus you know learning about Todd and talking about different things, and now we are going to get into the, the the baseball stuff as well too. So do you want to do you want to go over this? I hate everyone's draft except mine, the first full 2024 NFPC draft. Or do you uh this is the first 15 rounds? Or do you want to get into what your analysis you is using on some of Todd's stuff?
0: Let's go look at this draft board that we were. Let's, let's give right?
2: it a large a little bit so Todd can see it. I got it. First.
0: I, I, I get it over here big. We're good.
2: Very good. So uh look at this. took up the He's got his own. Big blown up screen so you can see it better. So here's the first uh first uh, we have all the rounds, Zach, Frank? Or we have these these first 15 rounds. You do. Okay, yep. beautiful. Yeah,
4: I've got all fifty. So we'll
2: go with the first 15 rounds. Uh let's take some analysis. Zach, do you have any observations about this? Because uh we we already know that team eleven, which is my team, uh Todd. Uh this we we uh, I heard I heard the rumor was it was a podcast with uh Justin and Spor- uh, Paul Spora on there and they were like uh marveling at Team 11's uh first 12 picks. And saying that had to be done drafted by Jenny Butler or Ryan Bloomfield or some other NDC person because it couldn't possibly be anybody else. And little, little did they know they were talking about my draft. So uh well, it, I'm I'm sure, you I
3: know. I'd like to ask Todd to focus on your pitching staff and um, talking about dynasty leagues. I think Mike's drafted a dynasty league pitching
0: staff. I'm gonna surprise you guys here. Um, no, Todd,
2: You've already surprised us a lot tonight. Yeah, I'm I to I to, to I,
0: do, I do not hate what Mike did. I don't, I don't have the cojones to do it, but I, I could be wrong, Mike, and if I'm wrong, you you will let me know. But what I see is you, so know, you the pick, basically, I mean, the you drafted the
2: pick. no one can see the picks. So why don't you explain? You drafted
0: a bunch of young pitchers that show promise. Uh, mm-hmm. Yuri Perez, uh, Bobby Miller, Tanner Bybee, Gavin Williams, um, as your first four. I don't. Think that you expect every one of your rookie or sophomore pitchers to crush but if two or three or four of them do you, you got them at a bargain price and everybody's going to have busts or injured players so the ones that don't everybody's got players that don't I would never do this um, I mean maybe you think that all six of them are going to crush and I'm wrong about that but you only need three of them to come through and and build on what they did to be a competitive team, and then you're talking
3: take- this is this is the drafted hole,
0: right? I know, I know, but that's the point. Um, everybody's going to have injuries. Everybody's going to have busts, and they can't replace them. So Mike doesn't. He only needs three of these. Three, you know, three of because later on, Mitch Keller, I think you know, Logan Allen. He kind of what's the expression? You uh, you 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 uh, you you steered into the uh, steered steered into the skid. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't like. Oh, I need some safe guys now. You, the hell with it. You know, you, you drafted Paul Skeens or Skeens. So I think that you're so, not. And, and, you, and Smith-
2: we can talk about Paul Skeens for a second because he's obviously he's been in every D.C. and he's gone up a little bit since this time. And uh, this is this is a James Anderson favorite. He swears he's going to break camp with yep. the Pirates, and if not, you have to have a horrific spring and maybe he still come up like in May. And he's got the upside to be a number one. At this point, what is it? What is the downside of doing a pull in a DC of drafting a pole scheme in around twenty two? You see who he's dating? Who's he? Who's he dating? No. Um. You dating your sister?
0: No, no. no. He's dating that the uh, uh, what's her name
2: from LSU,
0: the gymnast. Uh, Livy, Livy, Dunn. Is that it?
4: Like I, she's I don't like follow. this
0: famous gymnast. That's you know probably better looking than um. Than whoever Travis Kelsey is. Have you seen? Have
3: you seen? Uh, oh, definitely better looking than uh, Taylor Swift for sure. (laughs) I know. All Um, right, so at the point, have you seen seen Dre Jameson's girlfriend?
0: No, I have not.
3: Google Dre Jameson's
0: girlfriend, okay? It's better better Um, than any
3: porn site that you'll find.
0: (laughs) Excellent, anyway. So I don't know. My, I mean, I know that you know the the fact that James is so into him and has him listed as the 220, 220, 2000, 2024, um, you know making his debut i need to project this guy and my i kind of have a lot of you know nuances i don't have the ability to project skeins i don't my my numbers don't go back that far he doesn't even have, you know so it's a complete and utter crapshoot and i also because a lot of my customers are nfpc i do like to look at the adps and make sure I have a, a projection for everybody that's being drafted. So I'm going to have to throw a dart at Paul Gaines and come up with something. I, you know, I, every, we all know our lane. This is not my lane. I didn't follow the kid, you know, so I can't. I, well, he throws a force from the. I don't know any of that stuff. Right. Um,
2: well, so but the, the point is that the, my, the goal going into these early DCs, you know, is that look, you're, you're you're shooting, and I think Zach does the same thing with some of these leagues. Is now's the time to go for the overall. You know because the longer it goes into it and everybody's on these players you just shoot for the moon you know you go for these these little these drafts and you get them all early and you know you, it's a lottery ticket and you hit it you know that's that's the time to do it that's the time to go for it and not just uh not later on because he's like last year you know i'm not going to get corbin carroll who was going in like the 7th to 11th round in these early dcs and you know by the time i pushed him up to the fourth round by the time uh this this uh and I had a sixty-eight percent of drafts last year, right. but the guys got serious because no one there's no way once you thought that was going to be it. So, but uh, yeah, so this was a, this was a kind of go for it all team, and then none of those guys you mentioned you know earlier on, um, all those all those guys have base the potential. They all have ace stuff, right? And even if they all yeah. and no who and who pitches two hundred innings anymore, no one pitches two hundred innings anymore. If all those pitchers pitch one hundred and fifty innings, right? That we we just mentioned earlier, I'm golden, right?
0: If, they if the four field. if four of the seven do, right. You know, right. that to me, so that's that to me, you know, you, you backed it up again. I think Mitch, you know, I if I was shadow drafting this draft, Mitch Keller would be on my team. Um, and then you had another guy late that I liked as well, James Paxton, who knows where, and John Gray. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't understand why Gray fell that far.
2: I guess because people were, like I said, about the injury, the, the risk and stuff or whatever. But I said, but yeah, but I backed these guys up a lot of veterans 31st that round. Right, the thirty-first
0: round. I mean, I, why? I, he would, you know. I, again, I'm. I i do not take as many chances, so he's safe. I mean, he, anyway, I know. am 28. I'm not even that. 25. I don't even. I don't know where I have him ranked. But anyway. Um. So again, so it's not. I mean, I, I bet you there's people that are just laughing at your team. And if you in a vacuum, you have to understand the the big picture. And you know, you've done enough of these to know not everything hits and it's the later picks that make the make the draft and all that kind well, of stuff
2: we went through an early draft how many of those how many of those early round pitchers last year you know were were complete busts complete total yeah, busts yeah, all yeah. the old guys all the, the the rocks you know other than Cole you know i mean right. maybe Burns all right what, what who is who is left standing that was worth their first four or five round picks right why not go young and I upside talent, whatever. I
0: think I think Gallon was taken early. Wheeler was taken early. There are yeah, a few. Yeah,
2: Gallon was what? Well, was what? Zach ninth round? Zach? I don't think I don't think Gallon was in the top five rounds. Wow, if right. he should have
0: been. <laughs> he should yeah, have yeah, done. He maybe, maybe I need to take a, a a GoFundMe to get back into the main. Because Gallon in the ninth? Yikes.
2: No, it wasn't. Anyway. No, I'm talking about earlier DCs. So I'm not talking about them by the time they got to the main event.
0: Even the main like, event. But anyway, yeah. Right.
2: So. But uh, so scroll go yes yeah, go so going back there but if you look at but again look at the hitting start, you so know you're not going to see these kind of these kind of starts in later disease. You know not, starting yeah. with Freeman, Seager, Bichette. You know the uh, batting average locked up. You know, so right there you can pick almost anybody you want to have batting wise afterwards and have you know a Max Muncie and have people like that later. Lot a uh, yeah. lot of, lot of and there's a lot of high upside to other bats. You're not going to get I can tell you. Unequivocally, by March, there's no way in hell there'll be any draft. When Noel v. Marte is going in the 11th round. Not happening. And he's he's another James Anderson favorite. So he's and he's already moved up in, in in draft since this draft. He's already moved up in the eighth ninth round. Do you have something to say about that, Zach? Who's who in the, the ninth round?
3: Noel V. Marte. Oh, um, let's see about that.
2: He's in the 11th round in mine. That's where he is right now.
3: So, you took him with what pick? What pick would that have been?
2: And the I took him at 11 11,
3: which is 11 times 15 is what? Like,
0: how's uh, the numbers, 30. guys? You know, 165. Pick 165. Well, 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 the end of the rounds, it's, it's like the 160. It's like pick 160. Mm-hmm. And the, th- the good thing about Marte is, you know, the, you know the Reds aren't going to go out and sign up an expensive third baseman. So, <laughs> you know, he's got the job.
2: Right. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely has. A job. He he, he did move up since then. I told you he moved up since that time. So because because I, I'm a trendsetter, okay? Is that people follow people follow the stuff that I do. And they can criticize me all they want. When the quiz comes to shove, they all want to see what MTM is doing in these drafts, even if it even if it leads them down to a path of disaster uh, later on. Ultimately, you know, there are a lot of players, and you know this, and we do this. There are a lot of players, When I'm on a player, you know, and percentage-wise, 80% of the players that I pick hit. You know, I'm right about. Right? How many people, and if they're
3: bad, what happened, what, why, Why? what happens to the rest of your drafts? Like, what, how does it get so bad then?
2: Huh? Uh, how does it get? Because, because with the last couple of years, I've had the, prepared, that's an amazing number. But how do you do so well, badly? Well, in your because, like I said, drafts are not auctions. You know, you don't always get all your players, depending upon where you'd end up drafting. You know, yeah. it ended up being almost be a curse. I ended up having, I think, three, so I had four number one picks this year in high stage drafts, three, three main event ones and one. And one and number one in the ultimate DC. So
3: so you end up getting a lot of the same players. I think the uh, Marte pick has something to do with the uh third base, stolen base type deal. Todd, you yeah. to take, are you picking De La Cruz Delacruz in the first round at all? Or
0: second round? Oh, even? not first round. And probably probably not to the third round. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean you know, it's one of those things where I'm high on De La Cruz. I think he's a third or fourth rounder. Well, then you're not gonna get him. It's one yeah. of, it's, it's kind uh, of uh
2: speaking of being high, well, Don, you're, not you're not
0: high
2: up. Hmm? He's high. Did you, you do a lot of drugs back in the back in the day, Todd, at all, or no?
0: Um well, a do you really now. do you really want me more mellow and hungry? So no, that I, there I goes the pot. pot top Pot's team. I'm talking about this stuff. More hearts. I tried cocaine once and I loved it. And And I never did it again because I know... You would have stayed skinny
2: with the cocaine.
0: (laughs) Yes, I probably would be. But I know how addicting and how, you know, my... Whatever. I would have... I mean, I did. it's weird. I did it... Like, you know, a buddy of mine, 2021, 18, I forget exactly when it was. Um, What do you want for your birthday? I want you to do coke. What? That was was the question interview? That was... That's what he wanted. He was like... So, all right, well, okay. So, and I I loved it. And I know that I, well, yeah, I couldn't afford it, but I, I was so kind of addictive in um, I just, I just didn't do it again. So,
2: we're pointing out the good thing about, and then Zach's, Zach's laughing here. The good thing about it is that, is that you've been so broke most of your life, because if you were, if you had money, you'd definitely be a dead man by now. Well, because all these different things you would have done to yourself. Well, my a buddy money, of
0: mine, <laughs> I remember exactly where he was when he said this, because it was in the sluggers bar at a buddy's bachelor party in, in, in obviously Chicago with sluggers bar. And we were alternating rounds or taking turns and it wasn't my turn, but I, my beer was empty, so I, I bought the round. buddy of mine comes up to me and says, you know, man, the reason you don't have any money ever is when you do have it, you spend it.
2: That's kind so of the big That advice. a big there so, so Therefore, yeah. you said, you know what, yeah. I better not have any money anymore, so I yeah. can't spend and, it.
0: and there was a time, I mean, I was in biotech. I, I don't want to put it away. When I was in biotech, I was doing fine. You know, I able to do I was doing
2: hoard all that money. Would you get a big inheritance since that time? What do you no, what do you live on? What do you get all this? Would you get like a, well, a trust fund? What no, do you get all the money hoarding?
0: Um, I didn't well I'm, I mean I, uh, I my dad got sick and took care of him, and I incurred the majority of the financial burden. Because I we kind of talked about my four, my brother and sister have raising families, so I took on more than my share of that burden. Thinking I'd get back into biotech like that didn't happen, and that's when I became the uh, th- this full time. Well, you're a good so, you're a good you're a good man for taking care of you. Father, I th- was, you know, what you mean? I mean, thank you. I don't think I did anything that anybody wouldn't have done. You know, I mean, <laughs> I didn't do anything that
2: anybody wouldn't. Oh, the, well, the world is full of scumbags out there, for sure. Yeah. They wouldn't have done that necessarily. So that that is good as you did that. But yeah, what, what I'm trying, to what, I'm, what I'm trying to find out now, shockingly so, as we're finding out, that that Zola might actually be an uncle, which would be
0: oh, I'm a gra- I'm a fantastic, I'm a uncle four times over.
2: So, you yeah. So there, so there's actually people that allow their kids to be around you.
0: Um, I change change their diapers even. Yes, no, I um I I there were a few years where I mean being being an uncle was my favorite, you know, going to visit with my dad at the time, going to visit my niece and nephew that are in town. Um it was I look I I made it through the other 6 days of the week to to go over to my my sister's and brother-in-law's house to to hang out with my niece and nephew. And um and a know, long, they're they're the long- now grown up and one's married and the others and they have living, nothing in- you know. And they, have um, to do they don't yeah, want to see no no, no no not at all i my niece i get baseball texts from her all the time and uh no no i'm still still close with my uh no, but yes i i um i i am an uncle and uh love it love the fact that i'm an uncle and i'm looking my my uh nephew out in portland's getting married in a year and i haven't seen those folks for a while i'm looking forward to uh Heading out west. Well, that's, and, you'll fly, uh,
2: you'll fly out for that, but you won't come to the you won't come to the drifts in the in uh, yeah, well,
0: yeah.
2: All right, let's go yeah, back. let back to the drift. Yeah. All, All right. right. analysis here. So you so you, we have established that my team is amazing, and you and you, you love the way I did with it. Just, I didn't say it man.
0: I just said I I understand the build, and respect the, uh, the thought process. You're not gonna win. But uh, okay. no, I don't know. I don't know. You might. You might. i mean, just being silly about that. But I, I heard I, I, James. I've, I've seen people analyze this draft and not understand. You know, look, looking at your your team in a vacuum. I don't think you can do that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I think that you have to think about, think it through, and, and not just you know what's the ADP. What's the ADP. What's the what's the projected stats from that team. You plug that into a Roto Lab or whatever. It's not going to do very well. But that's not, you know, that's that's uh, why you, you play you,
2: it. Fantasy pros is not going to like this team. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's why you play it out. Yeah, no, I, I think that's just just do me a favor, my and just beat Vogel.
2: Oh yeah, Vogel's in this one. Yeah,
0: well, you I, know, I I love Brian. I'm just okay. kidding. We we like the team. So, yeah. So
2: so 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 what do you think about Vogel's team? Do you have a chance in hell with this team that he's drafted here? What do you think about Vogel's team? Did oh, have to...
0: well, wait. It's...
2: He had the number one pick, of course. I was gonna. How did that work? I mean, I don't know how that happened. Of course, you know he, he's. He, he's he had, had less
0: he, I'm guessing he had to call his doctor because it was more than four hours when he got yeah. the number one pick. Um,
2: and they, they said that was a subtle joke for like he had
0: like an erection last year. Yeah, that, yeah, not okay. so subtle. So, yeah, if you have yeah. to explain it, it's not funny, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? I don't hate. I don't. I don't hate his team. Um I don't mm. take that many pictures that early. So, but I don't, I don't it's, win it's, either.
2: People, so. not, people are not viewing this board on a video. Well, let's, like, why don't we walk through the picks, some of the players? All right. He took number one. He started with, a, of course, his boy is a Cunha. He's always been a, as a Braves fan. Can't go wrong with that one, one. So, and then what do you got afterwards?
0: Gunnar Henderson, who. What do you think about
2: have... Gunnar Henderson? Do you think Gunnar Henderson's appropriately placed at a two, three turn? He's, he's going everywhere. I don't, every... I don't
0: like the excuse or the reasoning he's not going to come back to me he still has to be worthy of that spot and not coming back to you. I think there's a there's a pathway that Gunnar Henderson is worthy of that spot. I I think that you're drafting the, you know, the 70th or 80th percentile expectation, but there's a pathway there. I think, you know, again, kind of a safer safer player, kind of there's a bunch of pitchers that were taken. He already had Acuna, so you probably – didn't, even 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 Brian didn't want to double down with Michael Harris, but I think I think you can justify Michael Harris at that spot, especially if he moves up in the order. Um, but um, you know, then he then he then he hit Wheeler Freed and Grayson Rodriguez. I don't mind Wheeler Freed, and I like Grayson Rodriguez, but I think Wheeler Freed's enough. I don't think he needed a third pitcher. Um, but again, I I don't have the track record to uh, you know to say that it was wrong. It's just I wouldn't have done it. That's
2: all. Well, Grayson Rodriguez is an industry is is, is basically been a draft darling uh, for all these early DCs. You know he's consistently going in the fourth. His uh, foam, right yeah, foam. So, you know, it's, everybody wants Grayson Rodriguez. So, what do you think Grayson Rodriguez is going to do next year?
0: I don't. I don't know that he's going to repeat the last month. I mean, but I think he's going to be fine. Um, I don't We're fine. What what kind of so
2: what, what is like an on the spot? Todd Zola, production predict, prediction of what Grayson Rodriguez
3: will put up numbers. He's he Brown ADP, by the way.
0: What is actually, I mean, I actually had my projections done. If I could remember, He's got a fifth
3: round, fifth round ADP,
0: 15, fifth round ADP. Yeah, I just, I just posted my. Well, it didn't make my top thirty, which wouldn't be fifth round. Um, I just. Are
2: um, we going to get any of these free projections now? Even though we're not, may not be Masters Bowl man, what are we, we should at least get some free, uh, you know, projections for being. We're going to give you, you know, your, your 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 show. I don't know if you know this. We we decided that this is a paid show, but we're making your show up because you're on it, a freebie so everybody can listen to the entire show so they can hear you
0: wow that's uh i, yeah. I did not know that no first I, time I, I,
2: we ever did that first time we ever did that so.
0: <laughs> that's uh oh, well oh i see all right well you're saying it's a subscription show but uh, all right so it's like if so it's like an hq makes a uh makes an article for free I get you well appreciate that appreciate that so the ten the dozens of listeners may turn into like hundreds
2: yeah so we. Cool. Um, Usually, usually we get thousands when, when I'm on. i but
0: yeah.
2: you know, the people, you know, the people are cheap, you know, in terms of what they want to pay for for uh, for talent. But uh, go ahead. So, yeah. what you, so, what do you think on the spot projection? We're talking about a prediction of
0: what Graciano Rodriguez is going to do. It's, uh, it's I, I, again, you know, if I vamp just another minute or two, I can actually tell you what I what I got. Um, I did my first run. And uh, we're uh, Control F Rodriguez. See, this is the real me with Excel and Nerdy and Control F. All right, that's Eduardo. All right, get Grayson Rodriguez, um, you know, 372 ERA, 1.24 whip. That's helpful. That's fine. Uh, Baltimore, you're going to be playing him more often than not. Got him at like 140 innings. How many strikeouts? How many strikeouts? 147. So just barely over one in an inning. Um, so I, you know, to me that's that's fine. Now, all right. So the the fifth round. I mean, the next pitcher was Logan Webb. I mean, I I have Logan Webb as my as an SP one, and I know that's probably aggressive. Um, but again, I said shadow draft. Hey, before. You're, you're at
2: the you're at the draft table. You're sitting there in the sixth round. The people passed on Logan Webb. You have a choice between taking Logan Webb or Bobby Miller. Who do you
0: take? Logan Webb. Why is that? Oh, uh, he's been there, done that, and again, I'm. Uh, that's that's. I, I believe I, I will take chances, but they will be a little bit later. And uh, well, to you're me, gonna Bobby,
2: you're not going to get Bobby Miller later, and not with his. No, no, no. I, I mean, I
0: will take. I'll take a chance on a, a different, younger pitcher later. Yeah. Um. But I mean, to me, to we, Webb proved that He struck out. He 200, over 200 innings. The volume gets the The K nine maybe not high K percent or not elite, but he gets you so many innings that. The Ross, the Ross strikeout total, uh, just gets jumped. Just gets jumped up there. I was high on Webb coming in, and remain high on Webb. And I don't think I'm going to get him quite at the price. I was able to get him last year.
2: Okay. Well, he's went fifth round here, in this one, five point two. He's my so. fifth
0: overall starter. And again, draft fifth ranking. Overall, who's ranking of...
2: your fifth overall starter? So yeah. who are your who are your top four starters before we get to Logan Webb?
0: I got cole spencer strider wheeler and burns Zach, you agree with that yeah yeah god
3: jasmine is probably there too or i'd imagine
0: uh, top 10 and kirby yeah. free gallon um yeah and and to be honest i mean again you know ner- nerdy here if we're if they're ranked by you know projected earnings there's like a two dollar difference between three and ten so I give one guy five innings and take away five innings from another, and they flip. So that's one of the things with projections; they're just. They're Where you just got a, Yuri,
3: Yuri? Perez.
0: Um, you, Mike. Mike loves Yuri Perez. I love him, but how many innings can you honestly project him for? Why? Why? Um, why? Is he, how many innings did he do this year? One hundred and twenty something. I, I have mm-hmm. one hundred and fifty innings. Okay. Now I have not. I've, my, I my I I do every I do a spreadsheet. Formula, formulaic projections, but then I go through everybody individually and change regressions because you can't, you can't just keep it reverting. You have to think about well, well, this year we in the minors. I shouldn't kind of. You know, I have not gotten to Perez yet as far as tweaking him, so I don't know where he's going to land. How many
2: innings did he have this year in twenty twenty three?
4: What was his inning total for? Was one hundred and twenty something? One hundred ten something? Across it- all levels, it was about 125,
0: 130. Yeah. So I have 144, which might be light. Um, I,
4: I think that's light. They babyed him, whatever. It you know, you know, yeah. I think that's
0: it, it, it could be light. But he also needs to show he can stay healthy. So even if I rate, you know, I, it, again, I, I first run, I may.
2: Ever, look, truthfully, every pitcher needs to show they can stay healthy. It's not like oh, he's been true. like you that's know injury plagued, whatever. His age, he's how old? Twenty years old. All right, at this right. point and this is why I got not understand like a lot of these teams and, and and I'm happy they've changed some of these rules in baseball where, you know, you are not that old, to rem- not that young to remember back in the day when the Atlanta Braves were in their in early heydays in the eighties, what did they do? Glavin, Smoltz, Mag, all these guys, they didn't, they weren't wasting their, their bullets in the minor leagues. They brought these guys up and they took their lumps early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they had a, they, they had a crushing rotation for years Is whatever. It's like you, we, we know now in modern times, we know there's a limited shelf life on the arms of these pitchers and we're wasting all these bullets in the minors. Bring them the fuck up. What are you saving them for? They're not gonna sign most of these guys. They're gonna go someplace else. So why are they pitching in the minors? You know, I don't get it. So Yuri Perez in my mind should pitch a hundred if he stays healthy, he should be pitching 160 innings plus, you know, this year. At least as your number as your number one starter for Miami in that ballpark, 160 innings and two hundred and thirty strikeouts is not out of the question for him. You know? And agree. I just um and
0: I may I just I guess I I it's all formulaic i need to go in and check and i, I may raise him to the in, in the into the 150s i don't know uh, right. He still needs to show he can go deeper into games um control wise etc 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 cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Ah, does it matter who they nah it doesn't matter who they hire on that team but no i can see it now i i have him for a very high era but i'm going to tweak that down i think that's another interesting part about your team mike is maybe this is narrative but so many young pitchers do you think they have a better chance of staying healthy which is so important in the uh in the dcs
2: yeah i i mean he's probably, look i i can tell like i could tell you probably frank is a lot healthier than i am on a daily basis you know look <laughs> at the kid you know i mean and and it's, and it's, and it's and the only thing and he didn't even go to the damn gym you know and work out whatever and do this stuff and he's still he's still he's walking around he, nothing nothing he doesn't get sick he's fine and whatever because he's young you know i mean i so there's a lot less wear and tear you know, I used to play, I used to play rugby in college, man. I got my, I got destroyed, you know, in my body every day. I bounced back, was in pain for a few days, go back out and do that. God knows what the damage I did back then. And I'm still, i still suffering and the whole thing, but I was able to continue out there and go play. And I wasn't in any kind of great shape back then at all. Now, but these guys are like premier athletes. You know, they, they have, I just think you got to get them, you know, uh, I mean, and you, you want to get them right before they have that breakout. And uh, I'd rather go. I'm. I'm going to be going more consistently. Yeah. Look, it's get, It's becoming a younger man's game as you go along. And you got Then you got a guy like if you're going to take. You're gonna, you can't criticize Yuri Pris if you're going to take Tyler Glass down the third round. There's a guy that has proven consistently cannot stay healthy. He's got all the all the skills in the entire world. You know why would anybody? I mean, would you take Zach? Are you taking Tyler Glass now in the third round this year? I would. Yeah. You. You. You would take him in the third round this year.
3: Yeah, he's pretty good.
2: I know he's no. I know that's pretty good but he, he, as your SP1 as your first pitcher starting pick, are you going to take glass now in the in the, in the top three rounds I feel would. comfortable
3: about I I haven't yet but I I can see myself doing that he's going to get all the strikeouts so even if he doesn't throw that many innings he's going to get as many strikeouts as some of the other pitchers that don't that, that throw more you you
2: God, you're, God. you're putting yeah. him in in the Jacob deGrom category you say you know what he may only give me 100 innings but will give me 150 something strikeouts quality ratio no, Jacob
3: Grom had a torn UCL so there, that was a ticking time bomb.
2: So did so did so did Glass now? How many so yeah. how many Tommy John surgeries Glass now had? What's uh, Does he had more than one, or has only been one for him?
0: I think it's only been there's very few that have had more than one.
2: Well, Degrom's on a second one now. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, you
3: so, Mike, are you reforming your argument? Just be like be making up Tommy John surgeries? Is that what, is yeah, yeah I'm making. I'm, a, I'm asking. Well, the I'm to look it up. asking. He's had yeah. two of them. Sure. Okay. Well, that's I'm not different. saying that. I would not draft Walker Bueller even in the tenth round.
2: Oh, that's that's a ridiculous pick. So,
3: where did um, you do this draft?
2: I, I mean, I know, I know, I know my buddy uh, and let you know. Or well, he was a Dan Kenyon favorite, but I think he, I guess he laid off him in this leg. Like, he didn't take. Did he take him here? So, he didn't oh, take no. him really. He did. He did him in that in the meatball draft, I think, and then uh, wised up and he, when he when I think he took here criticism about him taking him, like I think he took him, always he he was in the top seven rounds in that draft. Seventh
3: round, yeah. He took, he took
2: him in the seventh round in the first it's job like too. Insane. Take Walker. Bueller. Are you taking Walker Bueller? I, I don't think to even asked Todd this question. Are you going to take Walker Bueller coming back this year in the seventh round, Todd? Seventh round? No, no,
0: no. I mean, I don't even know if I'd do the 17th round, but you know, okay, right. probably. But so, I mean, I glass now has the ratios of, a, of an ace, but I don't know if he has the innings, and now you can backfill. But I think as an SP1, to me, that's well, risky, be, but
2: be, again, this is a contract year for Glass now, right? He's got to stay healthy to get a big contract, right? Basically, Zach, is this a contract uh, he a free
3: agent
2: this year. No, he's not. I don't think this is I think no, he's a thing. No, not this year. After, no, 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 He's, he's no. a free agent after. He's a free agent after this year, you know. Um, and uh, you know, so I think this is the year. If you're gonna, this is the year you're gonna take him, you know, you because he wants to cash in. I think he wouldn't even tell you he's injured. I think he just go out there and bitch until his arm falls off and get, try to cash in and get his money so that's the kind of guy you want to jump on probably but <clears throat> so uh, any other observations of some of these players some of these teams uh, Todd what teams you like what teams you don't like picks you like picks you don't like players so we can talk about some players Zach well, or get, exactly.
0: why don't we why don't we ask Zach about Otani and it's not it's not the talent but having done and you know I, I don't do an APC I do an X, DC Express every year because I just love them I've, I, you know, I, I'll jump on a UT. I love it, but during the year, I'm, I'm pulling my hair out because I've got players I can't put in my lineup because I don't have UT open.
3: Yeah, it, I definitely. Like even during the draft, it 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 does hinder you. Um, however, Otani is pretty good. My my bigger concern is is, is he going to be healthy starting the year. Um, before I had any information, I'm like, I'm not taking Otani. He can't because he, he could be like a Harper where people were taking him in the first round last year. I know he came back earlier than expected, but he could be out until June potentially. He had elbow surgery, but then the doctor said he's going to be, he expects him ready for opening day. So,
2: who, Dr. Um, Dave McDonald said that, or is this a real doctor?
3: <laughs> yeah, Dr. Dave. Yeah, okay. I, I think,
0: I think, I think he'll earn that, that, that pick. But it's it's more to me is about the the DCs I've been in. It's more about I just love it, it, to be able to. You well with my luck, it's always my my three middles are always healthy, and my backup middle is better than my backup corner. But I can't get him in there because 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 they're not you know, they're not healthy. So I just I just uh, I mean I, I I you know I made I don't know pennies. No, I did well drafting David Ortiz when he was the guy, you know, the UT only, because there's always a discount. Otani isn't getting that UT discount. Ortiz did, and some of these other UT only did. Otani is not getting.
2: Hmm? Nelson Cruz Cruz did steroids. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing to me, Todd. I don't understand how those two guys slipped through the testing. Because, you know, Nelson Ruzo, busted one time. There was always continual rumors of Ortiz, who started in Minnesota and wasn't, and all of a sudden became he blew up and became insanely great. And I, I know this is trading on cigarette ground as a Red Sox fan for you. But you know those two guys were juicers, right? You understand that.
0: I, it's not just with this sort of, you know, steroid sort of thing. Um, I don't comment on things that I don't know the whole story. And I don't know the whole story. And I just, I you know, I be it, you mentioned you, you alluded to Wander Franco before. You mentioned you, you, uh, I, I don't, if I don't know the whole story, I don't like to go on and opine okay. and find out that my, you, you know, you're that saying I was all that
2: wrong. We're all being unfair. Wander Franco should be innocent and proving guilty. He's actually really could have done nothing wrong and he's perfectly okay. He might be perfectly vindicated very soon because Zach, Zach said his career is over. He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's not playing again.
0: Well, you know, in the court of public opinion, you know, he's out. I don't know. And you know, I I, I don't know. I didn't know the whole story about Bauer. And you know, I saw
2: so. oh, no, the Bauer's fine though. Zach, Zach still drafted Bauer again. Okay. He still can't it. You know, get up it on... it can be
0: it doesn't have to be sports, it could be any you, know, you don't hear me talking about politics because I don't know enough about the candidates to go on and talk about politics. So mm-hmm. I, I just you know, I, you know, anyway.
2: Well, first of all, I mean when Zach drafted six in this draft, I I get the bets pick, but when you drafted Otani, I just didn't get it. You know, at this point, I don't understand, you know, um, the, the the logic in that, you know, having the surgery there. He's not going to pitch. So, you've, you know, you're never going to get him to use that. You know, you don't draft him to be a pitcher, but you have no option to use him as a pitcher, number one. Number two, he's a UT only. The second thing. Number three, there's a good chance that he's going to miss some time and not come back opening day. So, even if he misses, let's say he comes back fast and he misses two months, Okay. So what, do you, what were you hoping to achieve by taking Ohtani there? Yeah,
3: like after you guys are – after Mike, especially, you saying this, I probably would not make that pick again. I think it's uh, probably something I would, I'd probably steer up elsewhere. But it's I'm first good draft. Good. Yeah, but first draft, you know, I like made a mistake, I think.
2: All right. Well, you – I mean, you know, I expect better from you at this stage of the game. After all, after all, after all I fucking taught
0: you over the years, did you you I, Did you work in flexibility position-wise elsewhere? Because um, that's the, the way around
2: question, it, right? The answer the question is no. <laughs> well, yeah. how do you, how do well, you work? Is, yeah, I, I, Luke, is it Mookie?
0: Here. How do you, how do you it, work? Yeah, Mookie's flexible. Yeah, I mean, you, you if you build in the ability to put, you know, don't worry about the UT because you've got enough flexibility at middle and corner and outfield to just pretty much get anybody in there, is the way to. And that's kind of what but I Mookie, would do when Mookie, I drafted Cruz M- and our team.
2: Mookie, but Mookie is second in outfield, right? That's what he's got for next year. He didn't get yeah.
0: shortstop, he fell short. Just, just, just fell but second and outfield still good, right? I mean, yeah. it's still helpful.
2: But you, but you, but he has, he has, Altuve. He has second base. So you're not going to throw him in there, you know, because he, he Altuve get gets,
0: out. you know, Altuve gets hurt. All these sorts of there, there's, you know, I, it's not a justification for taking Otani. But if you make a point of getting a lot of other players with multiple eligibility, then it just helps. It can help soften the the fact that UT's. Uh, taken
2: okay Blake Snell going there in the fourth round to Zach good pick what do you what do you, what do you think Todd about Blake Snell, Nick Snell going there and this being a year he's going to sign a big contract with his team we don't know where he's going to end up being what do you think about Blake Snell as your as his ace, as his, his FP one
0: I like Blake Snell but I you know I made the joke in the bio if you will he pitched into a lot of luck, and there were people out there saying, "No, it's not luck. He purposely walks people because he know he can strike the next guy out." All right, now we're str- now we're strawmanning it, friends. Um, good, p- you could be both good and lucky, and that's what he was. So, I, to me, it's justifiable. But I, as you know, I to remember which way we're going. Peralta, Scoolbo, free. There are p- there are bad there are pitchers. I would have taken over him. But part of the what
2: thing would Okay, tarik, Tarek Scuble or Blake oh, Snell next year.
0: You hit the guy that's kind of my um I'd love Tarek Skubel,
2: No, he's no one, he's everybody's favorite thing right now. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid Tarek, of. Yeah. Ubo, yeah, he's, he's, he's firmly planted right there, or even yeah, I think he's one of the three turn in some yeah. draft. Yeah, so. yeah, I think yeah,
0: you because know, the innings are gonna be there. And he's he's done what he's done for two years, then that is limit homers. And and drop the walks. It's not one. You know, last year. All right, that was great. Do it again. Well, he did it again. And I, I to me, uh, I just maybe maybe I have a better shot at him in in auctions. I don't know, but um, uh, just to me isn't to me Snell's a guy where usually I don't care where he goes because you know he'll adjust. But will the manager leave him in because Snell's been a guy who's so pitch inefficient. That he gets taken out early, you know how will he be treated?
2: Not, not, if, not if they're paying two hundred million dollars for him
0: this year. Yeah, you they better. Yeah, you better leave him in there. So I mean, there is a pathway. There so, is a pathway.
2: Yeah, there's, a, there's also a pathway for eating a fucking shitload of whip damage and everything else. Yeah, he's gonna be, I just gonna I'm not as high
0: out. on. I'm not as high on Snell as some. Um, you know, I, I, there's a chance I could be rooting for him in a Red Sox uniform, and then he's the greatest, and that's the best pick I've seen in the whole draft. But um to me there's there are there are pictures I like more. Even Freddie Peralta who went a couple picks later and he's kind of in the same boat. Uh but you know uh, Logan Webb and Nola who went later. Again, I you know Logan Gilbert even Kirby went pretty early, right? Yeah, Kirby went a little earlier. Well, Kirby's uh, going Kirby. early
2: draft, and yeah, yeah. You no, know, uh interesting pick in this league which I did not take was Kodai Senga. And I don't think people really know how good Kodai Senga is and how much better he was getting as a Mets fan. Um, as you went on, I this is as high as I've seen him go. Last year, I just finished the DC. He went in the seventh. And if someone wants to give me Kodai Senga in the seventh as an SP two or three, I'll, I'll take that all day long. I think, he, I think there's another level in him. He's, he's, he just, this is the first year adjusting to the league. Uh, and uh, he got better as he went on. So speak to what you think you, you have projected or what do you see happening with Kodai Senga? I think and- that yeah,
0: the thing with Senga is. He could be a whip killer. Strikeouts, yes, the strikeouts there. He can keep the ball in the yard. Great, great. ERA, um, especially you say whip, city when field. You say
2: whip killer, are you saying a one-two-two two whip? You know, or you're not saying a one-three or one-four whip? You're seeing a one-two-two two whip and two hundred and thirty strikeouts yeah, potentially, and on a, on a, on a uh, potentially a winning ball club. Hopefully, they make. Depending what kind of moves they make, you're pitching in that ballpark. Yeah, this, you know, I,
0: my, you know, again, numbers are numbers, and I say it like it's, I say it like it's gospel. It's a projection. It's uh, 1.23. But if you, you're you comparing, he's drafted around people with a 1.14, 1.11. So, you know, with, with the amount of innings, I, I think he's going to, you know, over 170 innings, like you said, well into the 200 and the strikeouts. So, but you know what? Um, when you've got Garrett Cole, as you won I think he's fine because I you know in theory you're he's going to take care of your whip you can absorb it
2: right right because a lot of it you know you, you said it, it's, all, it's all it's all a puzzle you know it's all about piecing it all together right and uh, matching up you know uh, players that way and it's a good pairing you know we do that um, so uh, I like that that combination uh, there and you know more so not that not that I would agree with an exterior reason we we're using the sixth round uh, I don't with that that so that came from, but uh, well, you
0: know, that's you know you have to swim into the, you have to swerve into that one. You just have to go goofy with power, and barely draft any more steals. And did he do that? I guess maybe a little bit. No, Josh Lowe's next,
2: and he should have got Josh Lowe in the sixth round. <laughs> he's got Lindor.
0: He's got Lindor, who's going to get some bags. Outman is going to get some bags. So, again, you know, if you're drafting off of a list ranked by projections that's where reese is going to fall but yeah. if you do that in your entire draft you're going to have 400 steals and 120 homers all right so and, let's look at let's look at the your,
2: your your one of your uh your your brethren uh industry guys james anderson was in this
0: league all right oh uh, uh, champion, champion james anderson yeah, no, just, yeah. No,
2: just... james anderson and, and uh you know so and his not because he had a really great year so uh, what do you think about his team? And uh, he has a lot, this team, he, he has a lot of picks that are <laughs> uh, a lot of, a lot of prospect picks on this team it was very interesting. Um, and the first one that jumps out at you, he jumped all over and took Wyatt Langford in the ninth round, 9.3 in his league. So talk yeah. about that.
0: Yeah. again, stay in my lane. I don't, I can't, I can't recite you Langford's tools and grading scores and all that sort of stuff. I just, you know, I trust I trust James on these sorts of things. He must think he's going to play. Um, you know, I look at James' team, the first thing, and he would tell me this if, you know, he says, I know what you're going to say. You took too many closers too early. And I just – I locking down saves in a draft championship, I understand all that. But you know, Diaz and Munoz both in the first seven rounds, I think you just, you know, without – give me another starting pitcher instead of Munoz or I'll wait. I'll take Munoz as my, as my closer one. And instead of Diaz, give me Gausman who went with the next pick. I just think that's, you don't need, I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do the man. I didn't do, you know, I don't know how many saves you need nowadays, but it's 20 or 30 fewer than you needed five years ago. Isn't it? Isn't right. it the, you know, you need 65 saves. Now you don't need to draft 75. You need to draft 35 and find 30 more. I think anyway,
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in a dc you can always mine for closes and saves uh, later and get a yeah. bunch later pop but i understand pick.
0: all right I, locking it down it's over and done with and now i you know i can use those i can use those picks on mm-hmm. wyatt langford so yeah i mean again you have to you, you, have, you have to look at it the the big picture um i i know my boy,
2: you know, boy walker bueller jumping up in the eighth round there i guess someone took this you know looked at the meatball draft and so thought that potentially the supposed mock draft <laughs> And saw that uh, Bueller went went the seventh, and he took him in the eighth here again, way, way, too. And you, and then you back him over Black Scherzer. I, I gotta admit, I gotta believe that that guy's already re- 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 ruining those those two picks back to back. I, I hold. Or loving to- them,
0: or loving them, and that's you know, that's the. I don't know, but you might. I've done you know, all you guys. I don't know. I mean, when I see someone take a chance, they usually you take a lot of chances, and it's like, oh no, if that guy gets it right, he's gonna crush us but he has four more chances that he took that aren't going to get it right. And he's going to come back to the pack. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, the right, first thing I did was who else did he take? All right. He took, you know, he took a who's pretty safe and Bassett who's later, but he took Scherzer and he also took my trout. So this is, you know, and, and it could be, you know, you, if you're balancing, actually this team looks like it is balancing a little bit more than just taking all risks. I think he tried to balance it a bit.
2: A little bit so and uh there's the, there's the industry darling of the year in round 15 who's not going to go that late uh anymore is is Ryan Pepio. What did you what do you have for Ryan Pepio as uh, some uh, your projections this year? I was are you, are you a
0: fan? I am a yes. Um and he's one of the guys that the projection system is just not going to get because it it's bringing in minor league numbers and you have to, you know, at what point did he become a different pitcher and you discount or you, you know, you put lower creed on, you know, before he became a different pitcher sort of thing. And I think I three, I don't want him as my SP three. I think after that, I'm okay. I want to, when I play in a, if I, if I forget to make moves, I want my, three, my first three pitchers such that I'm not like, oh no, he's in my lineup. I'll manage four through seven. I want four to be in there most of the time, right? But there are times where, oh no, I, I'm going to take my SP4 out. He's got Colorado, he's, you know, whatever matchups that it might be. Pepio to me is in that range. He's in there most of the time, but not all the time.
2: Well unlike Cole Ragans, who Reagans that Zach loves this year. So what do you what are you saying? Everybody's darling, everybody loves Reagans this year. Um heard some amazing things about his his stuff, plus numbers and other numbers he's got. So um what do you talk about? What do you think about Cole Reagans this year?
0: I I'm all I, I like him a lot. Just remember what? that he's on the wrong side of 30 and he's had two TJs. So when you're in your keeper league, when you're in your dynasty league. You know, don't I, that, resist that's the, that's the, the temptation.
2: Problem. That's the same problem with other people. Another guy, where he's on, Michael King. He's another guy coming back from two major elbow situations, right uh, as well. You know, so and you, never yeah, and with
0: King too is he was outstanding as a starter in a limited time. What's he going to do over the course of a year? Well, he's
2: definitely not going to stay healthy. We know that for a fact. So
0: there's, you know, the nerd, the nerd, there's, you know, take bringing out the nerd. I mean, you brought out the pervert in me. Bringing out the nerd in me, there's a study that shows that your skills degrade by about 17% from the bullpen to the starting rotation. So you take his numbers as a reliever, you nick him 17%, and what he did as a starter was better than that. So I think you have to take that into consideration. You know, he just – had a really nice stretch, well,
2: Reagan's was in the bullpen, too, right? So well, Reagan's
0: I was a... I don't, yeah, I mean, can you imagine I mean, you know what if imagine if Reagan's was still with Texas doing, what he's doing? Wow. but um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I think this is where you know where we're scouting and watching and 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 reading people you trust meets Excel, right? Reagan, my numbers would pull in a lot of the crap. And if I don't adjust Reagan's, you know, I, people like Zolo, I you, you must not have watched him pitch. I'm not going to have him as high as somebody who just did what he did in the past two months and pro that over a year. But I, I, I do believe he's a good starting pitcher, but I just think we have to be careful. I'm not so much worried about this year. Um, I think this year there's just there's no more or less concern than there is over any pitcher as far as injury goes.
2: Zach, I, you're safe. Zach. You're safe for there. Yeah, yeah. You want, I, get I, that's fine. Yeah. Do you want to ask Todd about any any other players or anybody teams on on out here while he's while we got it up? Zach, in particular, get his viewpoint on that.
0: I like McLean. Uh, I like the McLean pick.
3: Yeah, let's talk about. Let's have to look at one player. So, Inter- so well, I'm, I'm interested in the assessment on where Cease and Javier are going in this draft. I think they moved up. They went in. Cease went in the 8th, early 8th, and then Javier went in the 10th. Uh, those are two players that really underperformed the projections and, and that's foreshadowing to some questions I got for you in a minute, but um,
0: what do you think we'll do? Alright, did Cease underperform his projection, or is the projection too rosy, or is it somewhere in the middle, which is probably the, the answer. Uh, I was one of the um, I'm not on I'm not on Dillard Cease at the market price last year. I thought it was way, way, way too aggressive, um, so I didn't, you know, I didn't have to worry. You know, as a projector, I had to put numbers on him, but in the draft room, you know, he's not even on my list because he's gone. Uh, some of that's going to be built in this year because it wasn't a great year, but there are still some people that look at those strikeouts and look at the potential and the age, et cetera, and are, are going to, you know, I'm going to draft on the come. And uh, where did where did he go? He went in the beginning of the eighth. Uh, let's see here. Uh, again, I don't, I don't remember if I adjusted him or not. Um, so for me, like this past year, he was like a great
3: pick in 2022, and he outperformed his draft slot. But I guess he slowed down at the end. So I'm like, why wouldn't I take him when he's going at the same spot as he was last year, and he was such a great pick last year, just logically?
0: I thought he was going fourth or fifth. I thought he was going higher last year. Um, Maybe yeah, but, a little bit, like, but by, by, by the main event
3: season, Cease was going like in the fourth round. The, the yeah, that's what fourth. I
0: mean. Yeah,
3: that's what. Yeah. And then, but but the year before that, he was going in the fourth or fifth round as well, like in the mains. Sometimes earlier, our good friend Phil Bisso took him in the third round, I think, in in his uh, big league. So I think he was going like when when the, when the dust settled in the main events in the big drafts, he was going in about the same spot he was in twenty twenty three versus twenty twenty two. And since he was such a crush pick in 2022, I'm like, why am I not taking him in 2023?
0: But I was wrong. Why define it? It was a crush pick because he's being taken there. No, I mean that's. I know in 2022, is was a great pick, wasn't it?
3: Like he was like almost like a league winning pick. Since...
0: Yeah. Well, kind of like Blake Snell, there are a lot of underlying metrics that said he's going to have trouble repeating this. So, fair, fair, uh, and that's a fair point. Yeah. So I think I mean. We're again again we he went in the I've got him as the I got him number fifty-five on uh, among starters. So we added what 20, 20, you know, so that's like an SP4. So I have an SP4 and you uh, Dan got him as his SP three, but he you know um Yeah, well you're pairing you're you're pairing you're asking him for trouble, you're pairing Dylan C with Hunter Green. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, to give an idea you know, because I, I kind of like to look at things relative as opposed to absolute. I have Mitch Keller, a couple, t- a couple ticks above, uh, Nathan Ovaldi a couple ticks above, and right below, Tanner Bybee, Chris Sale, U Darvish, and Clayton Kershaw, a bunch of risks. So um, that's kind of where I frame. I kind of where I frame. See, so now, if, again, al- algorithmic projection, grain of salt, if you add in upside, Cease blows those guys away, so you know you can't just draft a value, a projected earning. You have to draft a player and and what comes to, comes with it, and what comes with it is upside. Like you suggested, was a two thousand and twenty two, if he could improve the skills. So that's fair. Right. Yeah,
2: right. So okay, you so you're a Red Sox fan. So who who's the guy uh, on the Red Sox young guy you want to draft this year? Who's the young guy I want to draft? On the Red Sox. Um, Do you want to get on all your teams if you can get them on your teams? Because you've seen a lot of them, and you like them, and you want to get them on your teams.
0: You know what? In a, in a, in a league like this, yes. if I can get Connor Wong late, I don't hate it. I know you're looking for a more influential name than Connor freaking Wong, you know, an SP, a, a, a catcher too. Um, but I, I do think that he's got some uh, potential. Steals a few bases to be a valuable asset in a league of this nature. Um, I let's, st- talk about, let's, talk, let's talk
2: about young guys. Let's talk, let's talk about like we're talking about like upside guys, not like I know. Yeah. Long, right? I know. You know. Well,
0: so there's you know they're talking about trading Duran. I like what I saw from Duran, the maturation as the player, um, attitude, all that kind of stuff. So. I don't mind that even if he's traded. I guess, I guess. Um, I mean, you, might, you know, Tristan Casas. I think that there's another level. Well, he's young, of course. There's another level. I like a lot of what Casas has done, and I I would be willing to. Where did he go? Six into the
2: Vogel into the sixth. Six, well, seven turns. That.
0: There goes that idea. Well, I, 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 I like, I like, I like him in that range. I think he's fine in that range. Like he'll learn to hit lefties, or they'll trust him to hit lefties. Right. Um, so then, Rafaela. I want to see what they're going to do with trades and whatnot, as far as how much playing time Raphael's going to get. But I don't, I don't, I'm not going to dismiss taking a shot at Rafaela because I think he's going to run a little more than he showed in the last month of the season.
2: Yeah. Those are all plus 20 round pick guys over there. You mentioned you're talking about, um, well, they
0: don't you know. have a lot of kids, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think going through the positions they're not, you know, they do not, they don't have a ton of, well, they have,
2: they have, will, they have will or Abreu. No, they yeah. Yeah.
0: So. I, I think he goes into the, let's see if they trade Verdugo and Duran and give him a job scenario. Then I'm thinking about their pitching. Um, all right. Yeah. I, 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 I believe in Brian Bayo. But there's some whip danger there, so I, I I'm willing to take Bayo if I feel comfortable. Uh, I see he went in the twelfth as uh, Barry Zito in this league. Um, <laughs> Would with, with that build with Gaussman and Romano and Seawald the closer and Sonny Gray and Javier? I, yeah, I like I can see taking Bayo at that spot.
2: Where did Jaron Duran go in this one? I don't, I don't, I only have 15 rounds in front of me. Frank's only got, Frank's sleeping at the microphone right now. So, um, where did Jaron Duran go in this one? Darren Duran went in where? So, can't see where he went. Oh, there he is at the, at the beginning of the 17th, 17-1, again, your buddy Vogel.
0: So, yeah. Um, well, that's around the point where if a, if a 17th-round outfielder busts, He's not going to crush. You're not going to lose. You're not going to come on and say I lost because my seventeenth outfield, seventeenth round outfielder busted. Yeah. You're going to get David Peralta or you know someone later to play to fill in that spot. But you know, I again, before like you know, I can take chances late. This is, I think, you can you can take a little upside and the seventeenth round with a guy like Duran. Um, you know, I, I see Kerstead being drafted in the twentieth and. Uh, a little actually, a little bit later than that, but um, yeah, I think you can take take some chances. And all right, so next a couple picks later, Dan took uh, or Brian took Austin Hayes. There's your safety net, right? There's uh, you know, if it turns out that Hayes is a sixth outfielder, then you know, so what at that point, no?
2: And, and the way Jose Abreu has been tearing it up in the play, he's re- he reborn. Zach's brilliant pick in the 22nd round, and Jose Abreu looks brilliant for that. 27-
0: Wow, you know, recent, you know, playoff time. Would he go all the way up to the nineteenth? I've been a Braille fan for a while. It's like, why do you suddenly decide not to hit fly balls when you're in that ballpark? You know, I mean, he's still hitting the ball hard. Why do you? Years, say, sir, I, I don't want to hit.
2: 30, when you're 38 years old next year, it starts to come catch up with you at some point. Maybe. Know? Yeah. Like but Frank, think, like that for Frank, a kid like that, he is he is thirty-eight, the guy he can't believe he's not in an old age home. That's yeah,
0: yeah, no, I think that's a. I mean to me, is he now the is he now the Nelson Cruz, David Ortiz, but has first base eligibility?
2: Minus the, med- minus the steroids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. So uh yeah, so scroll scroll back there, Frank, for me. Any any other or uh, we can leave it here, any other late rounders or anyone's um the go ahead. Todd. So if you're gonna pick you know, I know you're not a young player kind of guy. Okay. We talked, we get some trust on a couple. So who's, who's a young, some young players for next year. We've seen the Carroll breakout. We saw the, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, breakouts for Gunnar Henderson, you know, you know, a lot we see a lot of Royce Lewis going now in the third, fourth round. Second, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Helium right now this early in the year. Who's the guy, who are the young guys that are going to be the guys you see that, you know, if you're going to take a young guy you want
0: to take yeah again staying in my lane i yeah, this this isn't i haven't actually done a whole lot of research on this yet i uh, i what i'm going to do is go like i mentioned go over the NFBC adp's and who 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 am i not projecting and then i dig in i can not i mentioned I mean, i can of the guys that came up last year i i like McLean. i think uh, I, I i am going to be into into matt McLean. um Jordan Lawler. I'm a little concerned, at least right off the bat, about Lawler. uh, I think he needs to run a little bit. I'm not sure that he will. Um, Wow. I I probably shouldn't be able to talk about this in general just because I was the guy that paid like $17 for Von Grissom and my my Tout Wars team Um, and, you know, didn't, didn't get a penny out of Von Grissom. Because mm-hmm. I I, put, I planted my flag on Vaughn Grissom last year. So my uh, my, my uh, creed and my you know ability to talk about minor ears gonna throw it right out the window from that from that. The fact that I even can't even talk about Langford kind of tells you where I am and we can't even talk about um, the other kid from Texas that just mental block. Evan Carter. Devin Carter. I mean, can't can't talk yeah. much about him. Um, he's, already,
2: he's already gone up considerably since the first draft.
0: Kyle Mansardo, Cleveland. I think we need to keep an eye on him. There's there's openings in their lineup. you would be at first base or moving Naylor uh, to DH. I think uh, Kyle Manzardo is someone to keep an eye on. And I think Junior, Junior Caminero oh. is somebody with Tampa. Now, the th- thing with Tampa, oh, no, they platoon. If you're good, they don't platoon you. They only platoon you if you're not good. So right. I think Caminero, if there's a discount on, oh, no, he's Tampa, I will buy in on the junior. You,
2: I think go back, Frank, to the first page. I think you're, you're hitting on everyone. You like you like hitting all the ones on uh, Vogel's team because he took Karen Amaro. I'm not the, I'm I'm even, even
0: looking right now. I'm just naming.
2: At the names. end of the
0: 10th round, Caminero. Yeah, I mean, that might be a little early. And that may have, been, I don't know when you did the draft, but that may have been when it was the plaster going on and, and may, or the end of the season or whatever. Maybe the his, his name was in the conscience of draft or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. But anyway, Brian, literally- you know, Brian's a good player. I mean, he does his research, you know, like, but even so, I just like to kid Brian more than anything else. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we don't want to give him too much credit. Jesus, I am taking everybody. I'm talking about him. And Canarcio on yeah. Strand. I um, got him in my XFL kind of a dynasty league team. So I'm rooting for him. Um, you know, the, the, the strikeouts, I know there's less shame in striking out than there was back in the day, but it's still not a good thing. So I, I need to see him cut down.
2: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I want. I guess it's amazing how much tough fast time goes uh, as we have on the show. So what I want to do as we could talk about this draft all night. We've we, been we t- t- touched on a lot of players. Uh, what I want to do is like, take, a quick, Frank, take a quick break. We're going to come back and bring the home stress. Thank you. Todd's been hanging out with us because he's a night owl and does late hours like uh, I do and everything else. But we've already been at this for almost three hours, I <laughs> believe it or not, And uh, tonight. But uh, I want to definitely get into doing him – uh, going over him, uh, the, the the things you prepared, Zach, to ask his questions because you found some interesting things about the projections that Todd made last year. Took a quick break. Frank, and we'll come right back, do those, and get to our fun facts and see where we're going to take it from there. right we are back here on episode nine of the Draft champions uh fantasy baseball and team podcast and we have zach we have frank and we have the uh, soon-to-be immortal uh Todd Zola with us who's so far put up and, and, and hung with all the crap he's got that I've thrown out. we still haven't had him clear that last hurdle which is reading the fun facts that were going to be at the end of this sh- at the end of his uh, appearance with us and I, and I should I shouldn't be saying clearing any hurdle when it comes to Todd anyway in the first place that may be the wrong expression. maybe you know bolting over the hurdles, falling over the hurdles. yes. So um, Zach, what did you put together here? You had some questions, you did some analysis with some of the stuff that uh, Todd had done and uh, you wanted to ask him some, uh, do some comparisons and uh, go over some stuff for them.
3: Yeah, that's, uh, you couldn't have been you couldn't have been more vague. So um, yeah um, I wanted to look at the projections and uh, just certain players um and uh does frank
0: have it up he does
2: okay you have a computer screen in front of you right you can see that it's right in front of us That's oh we're doing
0: 2023 okay
2: yeah we're looking like yeah i don't want to give
3: away the i don't want to give away the 20 uh 24 projections yet. okay
0: yeah uh so no, I, put, I, put, have... I put my top 30 out so i thought maybe you were going to question those okay
3: good no 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 i don't I, I don't want to give anything away but i just want to look i want to just be backward-looking here and um, projections I've I've talked about them before with various people and I said my stance is that they're valuable they're valuable in in the sense that they're um, they help you build a balanced team however when you're comparing one projection system to the other my initial thought was that like if you're like looking at it from an accounting point of view numbers like you're a numbers guy um, I am too Todd and like the, the materiality you're dealing with is you're not going to materially change your estimated performance using one to the, one versus another. And that was my hypothesis. My hypothesis is that me using Todd's projections isn't going to change my um, results versus me using Cardi's projections. And that was my hypothesis. Now I said let's look at it because I know Zimmerman does does some analysis at the end of the year of which projection system is better but he's looking at it like in a, it, like in the macro economy and I'm looking and I want to look at it in the micro level where where which projection systems identify league winning players or league or I don't like that term but like helping to win a league or avoiding a bad player or getting on a really good player so I'm like let's just take 10 random players that I sort of my gut says really like are extreme players. Be it with playing time or with performance, and let's just look at them. And I was—I didn't look at the projections. Uh, I didn't know what the projections were. I didn't remember what they were. First, I chose the players and I looked at them. So the first one is Degrom, and I'm looking at this. And this I'm is seeing,
2: You're looking at what, what we're looking at right now, which, which the listeners can't see, is a comparison of the 20, 2023 projections for Degrom versus the actual outcomes. That uh, and these are these are the projections that Todd and others came up with.
3: Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. That, that's that's good that you clarified that. Um, so looking at this, everyone's saying Degrom's really good. Um, and Todd, you have you had him at the lowest of all the of all the projection systems. You had him on one hundred and twenty three innings. Now we talked about this before. It's sort of a binary outcome with Degrom. He's either he's going to be amazing or his arm's going to fucking fall off. So um, you like what? I don't know. Like, what can we what can we what can we infer, can we infer from this, if anything? Like he, he pitched thirty innings and he died, um, but you had him at four like basically forty lower innings in steamer, and you had him quite a bit lower than the other two projection systems. But everyone
0: had him pretty much the same per game basis. A projection: There's several ways to look at it. A projection is a weighted average of potential outcomes. If the season was played a million times, what would the what would, the, what, would the, what would the what would the aggregate be? So, if this season would played a million times, would he have gotten 30 innings every single time? Probably not. But when you predict 123, you say oh, there's a few 150s in there, a few 140s, 110, 60, 70, 30. So, you know, were we all too optimistic because it was Jacob DeGrom? And if it was another pitcher, a, a, a cruddy pitcher with his track record, with, with, with a I mean, a, a cruddy pitcher with his injury history, would we only projected 60 innings? You know what? Maybe. How many years did we over project Mike Trout? It, it, it was anybody it was anybody other than Mike Trout this year, he may finally get the get the ding, and he did in your draft in the sixth or seventh round. How many years did we keep you know, this FOMO? What if what if the does pitch 130 innings? He can win my league because he's that good. So I think part of I think part of the aggressive innings. Now, Steamer, I'm going to – I don't want to say I'm going to kind of discount because their innings are kind of algorithmic. And the bat, Derek, kind of takes his innings from fan graphs. So that's kind of why you're going to find a lot of them close to ATC. So it's really – I mean, I, I might be the only one of this group that set the number by hand, to be honest with you.
3: It looks like it. Now, it leads to my question that I alluded to at the beginning of uh, – when we started talking about this, is this helpful? So, like he threw 30 innings. You got you said 123, steamer says 163. Either way, like, did any of these projections help you draft or avoid Jacob deGrom? I think the answer in this case is no.
0: Perhaps because I was lowest on innings and had you know, maybe you can argue, you know, if I if I was trying to 20 years ago if i'm trying to you know make a name and build you know yeah so, you know what yeah you would have picked you would have avoided him because i only had him for 15 fewer innings but, yeah if you were if you were in a draft with I, 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 think, Cardi- I think the bottom line is no i mean none of us had him for a full season it's a crap shoot after that but it, i think
3: it's like it, it's you're playing the player not the, the yeah, your hand, hand, hand here it's like it's it, it's like yeah you, if you were in a draft with Derek Cardi, you would have avoided Jacob DeGrom because of your projections because he would have drafted him, not because
0: of you would have avoided him, right? I think the take-home lesson to me here is be realistic about playing time from the best player in the league to the worst player in the league. Don't have FOMO. Don't – I mean, I'm not – you know, I don't – you know, Chris Sale maybe. Maybe Chris Sale is this year's example about – I know he's not as good as DeGrom, at least not anymore, but – I you know, curious to see what the range of innings for Chris Sale is going to be. Um, yeah, that's interesting.
2: So we're saying Are that it? that we're saying you he he nailed the best
3: projection of, all uh, of yeah. the, uh, Todd, Todd, Todd Todd wins Todd. the Jacob. If this was oh. a
0: boxing match, it's ten to nine. It's not like you know. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like I crushed it.
3: All right. And let's, it's move, only, let's, yeah. let's move on to the next one. Byron Buxton, similar concept, but I did five hitters, five pitchers. Um, this one, I mean, how in care. the fucking
2: world? How in the fucking world does any projection say service at all that people pay money for? Okay, I'm talking about Steamer now. Project Byron Buxton for 521 at bats. Again, I mean, they are algorithmic.
0: It's algorithmic, it's and you're, he, you're, he, you're yeah. missing. I don't. I, I don't yeah, I think you, might, that, you go to you go to that.
3: Like what I see here is I'm looking at look at the at bats and like Todd has it on a per plate appearance basis. Like he. He has him at 362 at bat, which is probably reasonable-ish. But the counting stats were like there. Now, like you, you, you have Buxton as like God, like on a per plate appearance. Yeah. yeah. Why do you – why do what what goes into your system that makes him so like amazing? Like you have yeah. him projected like a like a
0: fucking stud player. Yeah. When I when I, I do DFS projections on a daily basis, and he's almost always at the top at least he was before this year of my daily projection, because what he's done has been studly in limited at bats. Right. If you, if you look what he's done in, on a per at back basis, it's been ridiculous, but you know, obviously this year, just forget, you know, look at the batting at you can t- 50 points below what, what we all were projecting. You know, everything else is going to fall as well. He just had a bad year with this injury or whatever, but you know, my system just, it, it's, it's not just a weighted average of the past three years uh, there are regressions in there age uh but he's he was very good uh in his limited playing time he wasn't really good in his limited playing time this year but yes if you look at it i mean i have the same number of homers as everybody else and i have 200 fewer play 100 to 200 fewer plate appearances so yeah what
3: do you I think mean, you're your projections because you, when you, your projections are different because yours are, are paywall and these are all free projections and they're basically the uh, they're, you're you're herding sheep with these three projections right everyone's using these and they're all basically the same so if you use steamer the bad ACC doesn't matter they weren't helping you draft or not draft Byron Boxton. that's my point here but you what do you think you're doing in your projections that are making them just st- like in this case stand out
0: well I was I was realistic with the playing time and I, I did, I did not foresee the drop in, uh, in his performance. I mean, his you know, we, we've OPS, I know it's, and eh, we can argue how good or great a stat it is, but 827, 844, one point oh five uh, to 832, this year was 732. So the not, you know, the past, the, the previous three years before the 732 is 844, over a 832. They were really, really good, but he only had three hundred and eighty two plate appearances. Now one of those years was the happy fun ball year, 2020. Um played two-thirds of the game. So, you know, that's what 110, I mean 108 or so. If he if you prorate that, which would have been career almost a career high, but um you know, I mean I'm gonna when Zimmerman does his thing, I'm gonna nail the playing time and I'm gonna be horrifically off on the rate stats.
3: Right on. Okay, let's move on to the next one, Frank. Okay, Corbin Carroll, here we go. So in my opinion, like I'm looking at this and I, I came in um, wanting to think the projections don't matter, but you are consistently so far, like you you crushed Corbin Carroll here. Like you were the only, like look at, uh, Steamer has him at 237 batting average. Um, the bat has him at 14 home runs, 19 stolen bases, just like way, way off. So like, although you didn't like, you had him significantly more correct in the home runs. You had 24. The other ones had 19, 14, 17, like Cardi, you had 10 more home runs than Cardi did in a hundred less at bats. So look at what he did. And he's now a first rounder. Like this would be helpful in my opinion in hindsight, looking at this, your projection of Corbin Carroll.
0: This is a, you know, a James, we mentioned James a few times, James Anderson influence. He was, liked Carroll, read a lot of things. I think we even, I think I may even ask some people about him when I was in Arizona. You know, I was off in the playing time and everybody in the world was, you know, you can add up our stolen base projections and not make it, but who knew you know, with the with the new environment. Now I was high on Carroll and you know what's, you, you meant you say this with these three projections you kind of have to wonder you know where he was drafted he where he was drafted is not a reflection on those projections he was drafted much higher good point you know um
3: yeah yeah people are banking on the upside here
2: but i don't don't understand these stolen base you know projections here because you know it wasn't like who knew i mean it doesn't take the environment you know, we knew the environment was gonna change potentially to him. But the guy was also the like, the fastest player. We knew the sprints, we knew the time, the first base. He was the fastest player in the Major League
3: Baseball by far. That wasn't even close to doing you know, I know we talked didn't. about taking drugs before, but I, and I also know that you're friends with Ariel Cohen, but is he on drugs when he projected him for 10 stolen bases in 550? 500, All right,
0: Ariel doesn't project. I um, love no, Ariel, great softball pitcher. He <laughs> takes other people's projections. But No one, but how is he and brings them together? So, which, one, the, which
3: ones do you use? I, 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 I don't which know. I, I know he uses steamer,
0: yeah. And I know so whoever, whatever conglomeration that uh that Ariel uses came up with 10.
3: He, he uses steamer, he uses the bat. Steamer yeah. has 20, the bat has 19. And so, has I, yeah,
0: I don't
2: know what. Who yeah, Todd already said he's not going to throw his brethren under the bus. He's not going to say anything bad about them. Well, I mean, so. I'd say,
0: I'm, well, i Well, I, I, I. gotta I know. Yeah, we, yeah, I don't know exactly. where he got this. The, the very low stolen base. Uh, to me, that's uh, almost I, as if. I, I think I'm there not, was an, I'm an error. error. It was almost as if there was an error while while doing yeah. the math. Because, oh yeah, you know what? It is an error. It is an error. Or it was an error by by Zach, mm-hmm. and he meant to yeah. type twenty. Twenty-two. Yeah, it 22. was an error. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So So I.
2: So you, you, you typed the wrong number here, Zach. Is you when he did,
3: when he transposes, but it's probably
4: me. I took a screenshot of. The, <laughs> yeah, no, that should be twenty-two. I, I took
2: Frank, a screenshot. he's trying to. But he's trying to say you're the one that mistyped this and put the wrong number
4: in. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I just took a screenshot of what Zach sent me. No, I I typed in the wrong
3: number, so it should be twenty-two. Well,
4: that's um, that's so
3: true. It's good that be mm-hmm. noticed that though. Yeah. The, the,
0: the, the, the
2: the destroying coral, a- poor Ariel Cone. Sorry,
0: his sure, projection
3: no, no, no. was just bad. It wasn't terrible.
0: Oh, I'll hear about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, the thing, yeah. we'll right was, right? uh, but initially with Carol, um, left-handed batter, it wasn't clear that he was going to play every day. The, pick up Lourdes Goriel. Um, well, look, Alex- he play every day. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? I, I don't he think signed, it was. He I, don't, maybe, out, Ars- I don't. Maybe, out, maybe out. I was. Maybe like, I was wrong. Yeah, in hedging that he wouldn't play every day.
2: Well, first of all, first of all, we the, it depends when you do you project. If you updating your projections, right? We knew he had signed that contract, you know, that major contract, you know, and he was going to be playing every day.
0: Before I update every week, so I don't know what I don't know what iteration these were taken from, but exactly. I think even towards the end. It's, you know, they lefty-righty. I need to see it before I uh, project for in the 500s. So, but yet I was, dra- <laughs> I was drafting him that high. I don't know what exactly which um, iteration this came from. But, um you know, again, uh, if it's a weighted average of possible outcomes, he struggles early and falls into a platoon it is a potential outcome. And that needs to be incorporated into it because we don't have a track record even even then i think i'm you know if i'm grading or you know i think I'm, i was light all right so would that bringing the 30 steals maybe but it's still <laughs> nowhere near 54. so no.
3: where were like if you did like let's say you did take him to 30 steals and you took you, you, you ticked up the blank the time a bit that still wouldn't that still wouldn't lead someone who was following these projections to draft him in the third round
0: no again because what you're doing mike mentioned it before you're drafting the upside projection I know some system, oh, I, I have an upside grade to my projections. Oh, wonderful. Uh, market that. Um, but, yeah, it, it, you have to – there are other things – there are other, there are things to consider. And, you know, one of the things is, all right, I'm going to book 30 steals. This guy might give me more. I'm not going to – you don't have to pay for more because you're – you know, but I'm going to pay for 30. Who knows? This guy could get 50. He may even get 54. I don't know. Now, this year, I probably haven't projected in the 40s. Um, I don't know for sure. I could check. But you know, I mean we, we we have a year under our belt. We have a be, a little better feel for where what to expect. Now it goes on continues to crush in the playoffs, and he's gonna be in first round conversation, which I think is aggressive, but we'll see. So, so Todd, He's and,
2: going, he's going uh, to be draft in the first round. Okay. Well, so.
0: mm, I may so even have that high. Do you, do you I may agree even have that high then? I don't know?
3: Well, sorry, was that? Do you, agree with, do you agree with this statement, yes or no? Finding projections are about finding the 50th percentile outcome and not finding a difference maker.
0: Yeah, I think I think yes. And I think people want projection to be something else. Okay, and I think perfect. if you if you go into it with that mindset that a projection is the 50 percentile expectation, great. People want, you know, tell me, you know, how come you don't go take any chances? That's not a projection. When I write profiles, I try to work that into my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if there is someone I kind of you know, I'll go out, you know, behind the third, fourth or fifth wall. When I'm this big, I need like six walls. Yeah, um, if there's someone I kind of want to put my, my 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 flag on, yeah, you know what? Maybe I will fudge it up a little bit just to make them higher on my rankings than someone else's. And I think that's it's still to me it's still within the realm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm posting the 60th percentile projection, but I don't think that's I don't think that's nefarious at all. Um, but I think that people that expect a group of 75th percentile projections, I think that. They don't understand what a projection is.
3: Okay, Frank, let's go on to the next one. Christian Javier, we talked about him. Um, pretty similar. And, and, and I, I think Bloomfield posted something at the beginning of the year and uh, we were comparing the Steamers projections versus last year's actuals and who fell, who rose. And I made a comment there and, like, who in the hell would ever draft Yusei Kikuchi over Christian Javier? And he had Kikuchi with a better ERA and blah blah blah. But all these projections had him had his K nine still great. Um, Really, not much difference in these projections aside Steamer. Steamer was low on him, so they were they won this round. But overall, like he was still like like. Is it useful for Steamer to be higher on Kikuchi than Javier? Because no one listened to them. No one ever drafted Kikuchi over Javier. So in that sense, I'd say not useful. But in another sense, maybe Steamer would cause you to draft him later and not get him because somebody else is going to be higher.
0: Right. Now, when a player has this much, you know, falls this short of expectations, yeah. I mean, to, to, again, it's like crowning me a winner on that first one because I have fewer – you know, Fewer innings when everybody else, you know, just with DeGrom. I mean, um, it's just kind of hand waving, yeah. When a, no one, you know, no one, you know, someone out there is like, Why didn't anybody figure out that Javier was going to stink this bad? Well, because he hadn't stunk this bad previously, and there's nothing that that, not that, there wasn't that many luck indicators pointing that he was going to fall this much, and maybe we just don't. Maybe if if Sarah's wasn't out there doing underwear commercials and was, do you guys see that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Saris,
2: you, wait, wait, hold on, back up a second. You know, you know, Sarah's is doing under, underwear commercials.
0: Um, if you haven't seen it yet, Google, uh, check him out on the web. He has, he does a spot with uh Pudge Rodriguez.
3: Bjorn, Bjorn it. So go to Bjorn's profile. And, uh, you can just look. Can, I
2: don't, yeah. I don't, I don't go to profiles of fake of burner accounts of fake people. Exactly, he, okay. he knows
0: posting it himself. He does an underwear ad with um oh. with Pudge Rodriguez.
2: Why am I not doing underwear ads? I don't understand. No one's calling me to do underwear I'm <laughs> the one who should be doing underwear ads. Say, okay, another thing we should be doing. Me and Todd together should be doing underwear ads. You know, that's what we should be doing. Right. You know?
0: What? Next, next ad, price, ad, come on. We'd be like the number 10. But um, anyway. Or one. Um, on yeah,
3: so on. this here. So, like, in, in this case, what, what this is doing, it's not really telling you where to draft Christian Javier because you have to look at – I think you have to look at the projections in tandem with the market. So what this is essentially doing, steamer, what the steamer is doing, it's saying that you will not get Christian Javier based on the market. Yeah, but
0: I don't th- – you can't make that – again, it's because he was so far away. It, Steamer's projection wasn't that – much different. Well, what we haven't mentioned the mention
2: steamer's projection. We the thing is, we can, we're talking about like, the, like the, the the audience can see this. We can't. So we should really be talking about what, we,
0: what if you're going to talk about a projection, what do they do? Yeah, do so they the steamer to? had him at 399, 1.22. So, you know, all right. The, everybody else is between 112 and 116. So I mean, maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe Steamer, the Delta was enough. To point it out to 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 sway you away from him. Because the other three of us were pretty much the same. So maybe Steamer was enough. The strikeouts were all in tandem. Um he didn't they didn't predict the downfall, but he saw something in the skill set that we the three of us or the other three systems were a little more optimistic than we should have been. Yeah. Nobody came close to what he did.
3: And uh, let's see something even worse, I think. Next, Frank. Dylan Cease. Here we go. So just for perspective, everyone was pretty close on him. Um you were probably the highest on
0: him. Overall. Which is odd because I'm not I mean, That tells you how high the market was. Because that was lower than the market.
3: So everyone anyway. was like uh like around a one point two whip, ton of K's, one eighty innings to one eighty nine, and he ended up with a 4.58, 1.42, seven wins. The wins are the killer here, too. So maybe people didn't know how bad the White Sox are going to be, but I don't know. But like basically, everyone was the same here. So it's like, yeah, my point is projections are going to help you build a, a balanced team or try that, but none of these projections, anyone helped you not draft Dylan Cease versus, like, if you were using Todd's and I and Mike was using Derek's, no one's better off.
0: You know, what I say about projections, and this doesn't matter if it's mine or someone else's, in a 15-team NFBC league, um, if everybody's using my projections, there's one guy that thinks I'm a genius. There's one guy that thinks I'm an absolute idiot. Well, there's probably more than that. But there's one guy that is really mad because it came in last. And then there's 13 that are in between. So it's not the projections; it's what you do with them. All right, next one, Tim Anderson.
3: Everyone's pretty <laughs> much in line here. So
2: why, why why does someone like me, who never looked at any of these projections that were here, that I'm seeing these the first time, you know, avoided him like the plague? Why would I? Why you know? Why, what would he? Would, would me, he if,
0: has got you know a do? risky if profile. Is that what? He has got – he had He had a risky profile. We think about this with pitchers that they outperform their peripherals until they don't. Right. He He kind of outperformed his hitting peripherals until he didn't. Until he didn't.
2: And it wasn't like he was – and it wasn't like, you know, other than batting average, okay, it wasn't like the guy in 700 plate appearances or whatever was hitting 30-some-odd home runs. It was always 15, 17, 18 home runs. Right. It wasn't like he was getting – 40 stolen bases. It was always like teen stolen bases or whatever. Right. So I was like, I was wondering, what's the allure here? Okay. I mean, and, and he's always, always, always fourth round, fifth round. And, you know, not to mention, you know, the age factor. He was getting the wrong, was he wrong side of 30 now and whatever. Sooner or later, like you said, that stuff catches up with you. You know, I was never an Anderson fan. And look at it. I mean, look at the projections. Every one of them, almost 300 batting average. All of them, you know, the, yeah, you know, the home runs were. About meeting what they said there, but again, now look at the stolen bases though, too. You know, it's not like this is just a profile. If you're just drafting, you know, projections you want to have in the you know third, fourth round. I mean, where it's always going. This is also,
0: the, this time. The fact that time. the fact that we're all so close pretty much says this is what he did over the past three years. And mm-hmm. now, so there's two different questions, Mike. It's like you know, did anybody project that he'd suck, or? Team build. Do you want, you know, a a, pl- a plus average? And, you know, 15 homers, 20 steals. We'll just floor it down. He's kind of a floor guy. 315-20. And some people will build off of that. Other people would want more upside or want more to take Scott Pianowski's term, category juice. They want, they want 40 homers and 10 steals. And later they'll get a Fifteen homer and twenty steel guy, and end up with two Tim Andersons. Oh, well, the
2: question, the debate, the age old debate is going to be: Do we want to draft all floor guys like right. early, you know, or or do you want to draft the floor guys late, you know? And do you want to go because because what, what are the odds of, you know, getting the guys or the, the juice guys like early as opposed to late? Right? I'd rather have the juice guys early, you know, because you're more likely to hit them there, yeah, and get the floor guys late. Yeah. Right where where it's so I don't I don't get the concept of just drafting floor guys that early with those. Picks. I don't
0: I don't mind the floor guys early, but a floor guy with a with he's a
2: floor guy's Freddie Freeman. You know, well, the, yeah, well, uh, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. I'm kind of leading you to the point: a floor guy whose underlying metrics are Tim Anderson's is a huge risk Yeah. because you know it's you know out, by outperforming peripherals. It's you know it's kind of like the Javier Baez. How can you maintain such a high batting average with you know such poor plate plate uh, swing decisions, et cetera? And it caught up to Baez and it caught up to Anderson, just as it catches up to pitchers. How can he outperformers the area for so many years? Well, you can get lucky four years in a row. You know, there's you know you flip a coin. One person's going to flip it heads uh, out of 16 four times. Were they lucky? No. The probability said that if each of us flip a coin. Well, 16 people flip a coin four times. One of us is going to, you know, so you can be lucky four years and unlucky or lucky four years in a row and be within probability. So, um, you know,
3: these are the type of guys that just kill your draft, though. Like he's going like what I did he go, like in top one around. Yeah. Like, so I, and, I, and I, you, I playing him. You, this is the guy that, like, I think they talked about this on, a, on another podcast. Dylan White was talking about this. Um, he helped, with, he helped win the main, main event this year. He was part of that team. And he said that, like, they were talking about just, keeping these players in your lineup and you don't realize it. it's sort of like a slow bleed and you don't realize why yeah, yeah. you're like, okay, well, this this guy completely fucked my team. And he also mentioned, and, and I don't know if you can comment on this, this, he used the word phylum, this phylum of player, I guess the football players, football guys use archetype when they try to sound smart and the baseball guys use phylum when they try to sound smart. But um, this phylum of player, like this Tim Anderson or Ahmed Rosario, it's becoming less and less useful in the new, a uh, macro environment, uh, like the 10, 20 type player. Um, I found that uh, intriguing to listen to, somebody smart saying that. And I want to, like Todd, I know you are also very smart. I want to hear what your thoughts are on that.
2: Well, he's statement. not that smart. We, we've learned tonight that Todd is not necessarily the king of the smart decisions in what we're talking about. You know, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's like I I I have an ex-wife that's like this, you know, for two master's degrees and a PhD. Uh, Maybe
3: smart's not-, not the right word, but uh, uh, these are people that I'm well, interested in hearing.
0: I think <laughs> I, the, the the new stolen base environment I think we can't you know we've only we've had what a month after the season we have to think about it a little bit and how we're going to build our steals how many steals do we need I do I mean for putting aside the risk of a Tim Anderson type player I do I think that there's I think there is less of a need um, you can you can get Corbin You can get like a bunch of steals early, Bobby Witt. You, you can't, I mean, a draft, like you were saying, Mike, before is maybe I just didn't, you know, where I, where I pick, I just didn't happen to get my guys. Uh, so you, it's hard to count on, but I think there's an there are enough steals to, when you try to spread it around, I think you can get, you know, Anderson one of those guys where my, my, my plan is to get, Twenty, you know, fifteen to twenty steals from seven or eight guys. He's part of that plan. I don't know. You need. I think you can get one or two elevated, and then get fewer with less. So I do think that Anderson and those type is less important to what may be the most common build now. Follow up question, Todd.
3: Out of six drafts that I have, two, four, seven. Seven drives. Where do you think his ADP is in twenty twenty four? Anderson? Yeah. Where would you expect? Yeah. Anderson. All right. All right.
0: So I'm I mean probably nineteenth plus or minus a round or two.
3: His ADP is three thirty. So what's the math on that?
0: That's twenty. Well, twenty is fifteen. So it's three three thirty is is like twenty, twenty two. It's exactly twenty two. Fifteen times yeah, it's exactly twenty two. Twenty two. That's where he's at. Yeah, part of that is is now you have to build in an injury discount as well. Um, yep. But um, well, yeah. I mean,
2: how about the one home run he hit for the entire year in, in four ninety three at bats? That doesn't. See, that,
0: yeah. Does well, well, what it does when you do your weighted averages? You know, my, I've got him for six homers now. So it's just you know you, you know the, the touch and feel. Dra- oh, I did it. I just said touch and feel. I'm sorry. The um, the uh, you know the finesse drafters are going to say, well, he's not going to hit that many homers you know, plug him in a spreadsheet when you do the weighted average, it's now down to six homers. So it kind no of old, it, no it takes care now. of itself.
3: Hmm? Stolen base is gotta he's 30 years old. He's stolen base is gonna trend down too.
0: Um maybe because he was hurt last year. Mm, so true. I mean I got him yeah, 16.
2: And it's leg and it's leg related with him, right? As yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Top of that. Yeah. So
0: I, I haven't adjusted uh steals yet. I had him for 16, but there's a good chance that I drop that.
3: Charlie Marti is also going ridiculously late this year. But Mike can tell you that he's a busted pick. Yeah, well, why when,
2: when, – when did I take Charlie – I took You're, Charlie Marty one time. What round did I take him in?
3: I don't know. Um, did, did
2: you take him this year? I took him one time this year, and I think he was like probably in the 20-something. I want to say it was late yeah. at least that. It, it took- yeah,
0: he's kind of more of a luxury item and not a necessity anymore. Right. I mean, it's like I, he, he could get me some seals if he's healthy, but when I do my math – I'm not adding in his stance. Okay,
2: so who, do you, so who do you who do you want in 2024 in the in the, in the 20s? Okay? Do you want starting Marte or do you want Tim Anderson? In the 20s. In the 20s?
0: Mid to late 20s. I want Marte because he yeah. makes he he makes a difference in a category. If right. you know, so someone someone from that in that part of the draft, you know, I don't I don't want, you know, a little bit little bit of that. I mean, if I want a difference maker or, you know, impact from someone in that range.
3: So Sterling Marte is essentially what Lorenzo Cain has become, became like in recent years.
0: Yeah. Marte runs a lot more. I mean, Marte still steals are higher, but as far as expectations, when it's he's career, playing, career when career he's half. playing, he's really good, but you better have an escape. You better have a plan B. All
3: right, Frank, let's go on to the next one. Justin Steele. So this is a this is one of the guys that um, outperformed what basically the projections were um projections are pretty similar um very similar except for the bat was way lower on him um than everyone else like uh, the bat did not like him um but he outperformed his projections this is just one that i put in um just didn't really uh i was just thinking of players that sort of were outliers in terms of like where they went last year versus where they're going to go this year and this is just it's a guy came up i don't know if there's too much to infer from this just tons of wins,
0: had a really good season. I don't know. Any comments? Um, the three, you know, take away the bat. We're all really close. Um, Why do you think the bat is so bad here? Why do you think Derek's um, so Because he, he – he re- I think Derek just takes the numbers, throws them in. They're usually pretty good. But with players with less of a track record or have shown a market improvement, within the past year it may not get captured and you know when you do this you have to sort of you have to wow man i was impressed by Steele's second half of 2022 when i do my weighted average i'm going to put more credence in that and less credence i i think he's a different guy so i'm not going to include um it'll be really i just realized really funny if i farted during this uh during this, just
2: to, <laughs> well, just to you, you don't understand. It. In, in post production, Frank is adding all this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know, we, I just realized you, that. You yeah, know, I, just, I, I don't know why I thought it. of that
0: yeah. during this, but it's like, yeah. damn, that would have been funny. Anyway, um, Frank, Frank can add it in right now if he wants. And to. it still yeah. might have. It still may happen, but it, I kind of spoiled it away. But yeah, I mean, the, the thing. I mean, the, the to me, the bigger picture thing, that lesson. And I, I know that the players are kind of random. We got some pitchers that were outperforming, some pitchers that underperformed. Pitching's just plain wacky.
2: Well, so who's gonna be like this year's Justin Steele based on your projections, thought
0: no, no one. They're fifty 50th percent. Well, i gonna yeah, say
2: that that's part of I mean, yeah. Who's the guy who's, the guy who's gonna blow the fifty yeah. percent projection well, out of the world? So,
0: I mean, I, you know, I do have kinda of, you know there are players that I See, you might just I would I would to have go. said before. You just, you just I would have said before that. Saying, um, talking about here, he just I, just I, I, over, I, I overdrafted my projection on steel. So, you know, if we're looking at whose projection I will overdraft, it could be Scuba, it could be Jesus Lazardo. I don't think I'm saying any names here that people are going, Wow, um, you know, more so Luzardo than Scuba because Scuba, everybody knows,
2: and, everybody and their brother wants Scuba. I mean, Luzardo. Yeah. you know, I think people are onto Lazardo as well. He's firmly
0: yeah. in terms, it, what it could be Mitch Keller. Braxton Garrett, um, I'm 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 gonna I will I will pay the upside for Braxton Garrett. Um Clark Schmidt has been stop intro- right
2: there. Stop right there. You now you now you now even that might be a Coke thing you're doing right now. <laughs> idea, I haven't. I mean be, it, I, I don't Clark want Schmidt, Okay, another industry guy. He's gonna suck. Forget the Clark Schmidt. He can't get lefties out. What are we talking about with Clark Schmidt? Forget Clark Schmidt. He's more right? of
0: in the streaming class, where people have to pick and choose.
2: Yeah, the Justin Steele wasn't a streamer. I mean, we yeah we. Oh, I mean, we I mean who, am I, yeah,
0: who am I? gonna count on? Who am I gonna because I wait on pitching? Who am I gonna count on to be you know one of my aces? I kind of you know went through. Went through the guys that I think have a good chance.
2: you have some good names in there, some, little, revel- some little revelations. I think that every he'll be interesting. All uh, right, Zach, in terms of what he's yeah, brought up,
3: yeah, yeah makes you want to look into some of those guys. Okay, Frank, go on next one. Um, go
0: Let me just go back one more. Bailey Ober. I will. I will be oak draft. I will. I will be
3: again. Todd, you were on him last year and the year before too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
2: I'm, I'm sorry that I'm sorry <laughs> to tell didn't. you that uh, you know Justin Mason and Paul Spoor would not agree with you. All right, they, you really they, they'll, they'll they'll down you for that idea. idea so no, I'm sorry I'm sure you're upset
0: I'm
3: sure you're upset about that
0: because even, you know I'm even more into it now <laughs> There <you
3: go. laughs> all right okay. Adolph garcia you win Todd no no one else believed in him uh, like you did you you had him projected for 31 home runs 87 runs 101 rbis he was basically 39 108 107 and then the batting average is still good no one else believed in the batting average um, but everyone got the stolen bases wrong. He sort of stopped stealing as much, but um, you were a lot high. So this, this goes back to me saying, well, like all these projection systems doesn't matter what you use. You would have steered us correctly into Adoles Garcia. So props to that. Is he finally get,
2: he finally going to get like this year? Are we finally – is this the year that Adoles Garcia goes where he's supposed to go? Because where is where is he been going? What's his ADP been in the early dress? So third, end been.
3: of third
0: it's, it's not to the extreme as Anderson, but his underlying metrics did not portend what he was doing, but I saw incremental improvements in the, in the underlying metrics. So I was willing to, to buy in. I didn't, I didn't regress him as much, or I didn't, I, I, I gave him more credit for the recent, for the performances than, uh, than some others. I specifically remember adjusting my guard. He's like, wow, I would take him, I would take him sooner than my projection let me uh, let me take a look at where I could regress and make him better. Okay. I don't next. know why he didn't run because he should have run. He's in the he's in a he was in the class of players. Well, I guess when you're running around the bases after a homer, you really can't run very much. But I thought he would steal more.
3: Maybe the lineup is just so good they don't want to run as much because there's like why run? They're like, the, Why run? You're just gonna get hit. There,
0: there's some of that. All right,
3: next one, Frank. Do we have more? C.J. Abrams. This is a tasty one. You were the, again, Todd, awesome. You feel like you you were the, by the water, Todd, with your projections here. Yeah, yeah. You, you were high on him. Like, no one projected, like, no one would have projected the breakout that he had. But um everyone was around the nine, seven home runs. But you had him, you had the runs way higher. And you had the playing time way higher. And you had the stolen bases way higher. Like, Like, Steamer, like, they all had him under 20 stolen bases. Imagine that, like, in hindsight. Everyone else had... Steamer the bat, ATC all had Abrams under under
0: twenty steals. You had him at twenty eight. He ended up with forty seven. Part of that was because I made some adjustments. He fell into the category. You know, we didn't we didn't know where the ex. We knew there would be more steals heading into the year. And I know I have just – Abrams kind of met the criteria that I felt t- for him to run more. Um, I re- I mentioned before about blocking UT. I. There were two two different twelve teams twelve team Wire online championships that I already had a utility, a middle, and a shortstop. But like I I can't let Abrams fall any further than this, and I just I, I'm taking him. I don't care if I can't play him. It's a twelve. Someone's going to get hurt. Uh, I know in one of the leagues they actually ended up using more of Xander Bogarts half the season because Xander wasn't playing very well. But I I was high on Abrams heading in. And he was one of the ones that, I mean, you're going to find players. You know, I'm going to say this. You happen to pick one that I, you know, I'm going to, I adjusted a guy up and he didn't do well. So it's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, too much of a victory lap. I mean, I didn't cherry pick this because you're coming yeah, on Right. Job, no, I understand. Right? But I mean, there were players I was high on. I mean, I'll, you know, Brad Keller, um, you know, I'll you know, Brady Singer. I bought into the, the Royals have a new pitching coach, coach from Cleveland and a new manager from Tampa. Both organizations are really good pitching. I'm gonna bump up all their pitchers. Well, that was that wasn't so smart. <laughs> Keep in mind that uh, well they got Reagans, but um, yeah. So anyway, um Abrams and I, I think they're staying power. And the playing time could go up if he hits higher up in the order. Yeah. What
2: was your fourth round pick this year? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So for Abrams. So, uh, right.
3: Uh, one, we'll bring it home. Last one here, Tariq Scruble, Tariq the Freak. All right, you had like so. The one thing here is um, you had you had him at the best rate stats. So you were the most, you were the highest on him per game. Well, but you overshot his innings.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Steamer had a lower ERA than I did, but I'm looking at the WHIP. Okay, well, yeah. I I feel like the
3: whip's a better gauge.
0: And the whip is, as I mentioned before, you know, he he showed improvement in his walk rate. Now it's two years he did it. I'm looking at your your
3: too. I'm looking at the K9 as well. He,
0: He showed improvements, and I think I put more credence into the improvements he showed in 2022. And maybe because of the underlying metrics supported them. But I, I know that I would have altered the weighting. Now, I don't remember exactly what the what his issue was as far as why I was just so over over with the innings if he had a setback or if I was just too aggressive. But um, and it, it also had to do with, like I mentioned before, you know, I kind of, I, I believe in Scooble. So I, I may nudge him up. Maybe that's why I put the innings higher to get him higher up in the rankings. I don't know. Um, right or wrong, I mean, maybe that's a 75th percentile. So what's your 2024? What
2: are your 2024 projections? Early reveal, what's a, What's your 2024 projections for Tariq Scoobal? I think he was in my
0: top 15. I mean, I am very high on Scoobal. Um, all right, he's my number 11, my my number 11 overall starting pitcher. Just um, you know, I, I need to, I mean, yeah, oh, I'm take another look at this. I have a 3.10 whip. I have a 103. No, a 103 whip. That I, I need to look at that whip. One, oh, I want I'll make it lower than 1.17, but the 103 whip I think is is too aggressive. I'm still gonna be high on him. I mean, the bad had him
3: at a 1.27 whip in an under nine canine. So I think some, sometimes with, like, a, I think limited recent track record or any track record, they're very low. So using the bat, I feel that like you're going to miss on a lot of these breakouts.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's fair, and I think Derek would probably admit it, but he's probably more accurate for whatever it's worth. On God, well, on the right here in the
2: show, right here on the show, late leading the show, <laughs> you heard it here first, Derek Hardy sucks. And <laughs> you should ignore everyone of his projections. Okay.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. No, um, I think he's, that's, he, that's why you're free. The work. I know what. I, I know what kind of work he free. puts in. He does a better job with the date. You know, when on 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 a on a longer track record, he he has he and he has a better job with his regressions and picking apart the Nolan Arenados, the guys that have been in the league forever. Um, now, how use, done, how done, useful is that from it? a fantasy basis? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but, you're uh, going to project the
3: guys that are going to go in, in the first three rounds anyway, so yeah, you know, it's not, not going to be yeah. actionable. Great.
2: Speaking of floor guys, Nolan Arenado, I was thinking about him too. You know, I think he's getting close. I think he's, this will be the year. I think he started to take a turn to a little closer to that
3: floor. So, okay, well, I'm done. That was really uh, interesting to hear your thoughts on this, Todd. Was, I enjoyed that, um, but I'm done with my segment here.
2: I get I think we've done how many hours are we? How long
4: have we done tonight, Frank? Where are we stand right now? Um, we've been recording for three and a half hours. So the actual show is probably a little over three hours. So
2: so we've 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 got to the point in the show where we have to make a command decision yet again on show Douchebags, our show see our segment of show Douchebags. But we have not done what everybody's been waiting for, the fun facts feature. So I think we should take another quick break. Todd's still with us, and I'm gonna set him up and see. Ladies and gentlemen, can Todd Zola get through reading 10 fun facts about himself when they're all roasting him? We have to see if that's even possible if he wins the bet. we come back after this quick break. Alright, we've been uh, chatting with... Uh, a man that we have found out more things we care to learn about. Uh, and uh, we did find out tonight uh, and he's managed to make it through most of the show without passing gas, which has been great. Although we might hear it in, in the, uh, in the post-production, but uh, it's been a marathon show and I think everybody's enjoyed it. I think we're going to bring it home tonight with our fun facts. If you're okay with that, Zach, you okay with that? Frank, you okay with that beauty beauty? So let this is our feature. I always have a, I always have a feature on the show, which we'll set up in a minute. Uh, called fun facts, where basically all I ask you is that as they come up on the screen, you you are, you are a good you are a good reader. Some guys cannot read these things really well. All we ask is that you don't read ahead, you don't take them too seriously. and just let the audience decide which are the facts and which are the bullshit. Bullshit. Is that okay with you? Works for me. Okay, I will let you know to date that no one, well, until last week, when Mason was kind of you know he, he really was not reading about himself too much, uh, no one has made him through, made them made it through reading every one of them. Okay. Uh, Without, you know, and the entire audience is listening on the edge of their seats uh, to see if you can actually read through all of these best of. This is a best of list of ones we've done about you in all our pods in the past, which completely roasts you, of course. Okay. There's always come a part, come a point where our guest reader has refused to complete the reading of at least one of these facts. And many of them, they got stuck on the ones about you. They could not read the negative fun facts about you. They refused to read, just so you know. Your your brother in the industry did not want to throw you under the bus and, re- and read a fact about that he did roasted you just so you know that I'll let you know that so I appreciate did that. that I think well so, but but you may not, you may not appreciate it after you have to read these ones tonight uh so I'm gonna let you know right now if if you somehow get done reading all ten of these okay without pushing out on us I will Venmo you this month's show earnings AKA Frank's salary immediately on the air. Uh, do
0: not, that. not necessary. We'll get it. We'll make it through.
2: We'll <laughs> make it through. I don't even have his Venmo. I don't even have his cell phone number. He it, it was it was not lost on these others. you purposely did. I gave you my cell number. He purposely did not text me. Give me a cell number because he, he didn't want his cell number to be. You know what? I
0: don't. I I. <laughs> if you need to get a hold of me, email's better than cell. Uh, yeah. It's just just I don't. I'm I'm kind of anyway. It's all
2: the gun. It's It's all the gunfire and sirens in your neighborhood. That's what we can't get through to you. So there, we email. there we go. There we go. Uh, at that point as we know but there's a little feature called fun facts please dc douglas bring us in and uh, let us know about this little feature
0: now it's time for everyone's favorite completely inappropriate usually insulting and partially total bullshit feature fun facts they're fun they're facts and with just the right amount of concocted bullshit mixed in for your listening enjoyment back to you mtm
2: Okay, so you got the theme of what this is going to be, Todd. So these are the fun facts with Todd Zola, part one, all about, All I will tell you, nine of these facts are ones we've done in the past before. One, num- The last one is one that we just I just added about you Ooh. just for the show. So here we go. Fun fact, number one is read by Todd Zola
0: about Todd Zola. Women speak about 20,000 words a day. This number, however, drops precipitously for women who are currently gagged and held hostage in a hole in Todd Zola's basement.
2: How, that, how, how much of that is fact and how much is that is uh,
0: It's my attic, not my basement.
2: <laughs> They're in the attic. So we know, we know we now know where he holds them, Frank. Yeah. Good, he's clarified that.
0: Here we go, number two. Each year, 96 billion pounds of food is wasted in the US. Except in Todd Zola's kitchen, where not an ounce of food ever goes to waste. (laughs) Why just limit to the kitchen? I mean, all the room.
2: you got a visual of his house, his apartment. There's like food lying around all over the place. You know, half eaten food, food lying all over the place. No, don't give us that visual. You know, you You have like, people, you're the kind of guy that has like, you know, sandwiches like in his bed and food in the bathroom and stuff like that. Oh, like all over well, the place. Put it this way.
0: I don't, I don't have a lot of containers for leftovers. Because he eats the containers too. Well, there's, there could be. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number three. 23% of all photocopier faults worldwide are caused by people sitting on them to photocopy their buttocks. Whereas hundred percent of photocopier utter destruction are caused by Todd Zola doing the same thing. <laughs> you now, the thing about this is that's what the greatest thing about phone uh, cameras and the cell phone now. I don't I don't have to sit on it. I can just, you know, if I could only reach behind, I, I can't reach around far enough, obviously. But uh but, you know, yeah, okay.
2: You take pictures of your own ass with your phone? Is that what you try to well, do? Well, I mean,
0: I, do I sit on photocopiers? You know, to, to keep the meme going, yeah, I do. All right?
2: Okay, Okay. well, look, the but, <laughs> but truth of the matter, this is the truth. fact, it's strange to see that 23% of all photocopy faults are, are caused by people sitting on them to photocopy themselves. Yes. So just the visual of you sitting on a photocopier, I think, is just hysterical in and yeah, of itself. But, yeah. But yeah.
0: Number four. Did you know the catatrophia is the fear of mirrors and strangely, zolophobia is the fear of mirrors have of todd zola
2: <laughs> it's catatopophobia by the way for the fear and
0: yeah, no, I, I can't maybe i can't read okay yeah no um yeah okay i i don't like mirrors they don't like me yeah you
2: have any mirrors in the house uh, your house that aren't broken yet now or no um
0: the only one i have is is, is i'm thinking is in the bathroom
2: is, but it's not a full-length mirror. It's just like a little mirror. Yeah,
0: we already. T- I only use it once a day when I brush my teeth. So, you
2: know. The one, yeah, the one time a day you brush your teeth.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so number five, the average person's yearly fast food intake will contain 12 pubic hairs, which explains why Todd Zola has an 80-pound hairball in his stomach. <laughs> but we certainly know I didn't get it from another way. We certainly know I didn't get it from another means.
2: Yeah, exactly. We know we we established this way. <laughs> the only way those puber hairs are here getting into your body—that's for sure it's Although back in the day, Todd, when you and I were in our youth, puberty care was a thing. Yeah,
0: you know, back then it was.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I I'll take your you I'll take see. your word for it. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see much of it down there. I mean, yeah, you don't to keep, remember. To, but, keep, uh, yeah. to keep
0: the meme going, I'll take yeah. your word for it. Here we go, number six. <laughs> Halfway there, the world's largest burrito. Weighed four thousand two hundred and seventeen pounds, and was consumed in another world record—fifteen minutes by Todd Zola. <laughs> um, you put pizza you- instead of burrito, and maybe pizza. Not a burrito fan, but put pizza yeah. there, and I probably yeah, I'll do you it. You
2: could eat, you could you could eat four thousand two hundred seventeen pounds of pizza. Yeah, well,
0: you, you know those meds that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's based. Usually on pizza intake.
2: You know, type 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 two diabetes can be eliminated with diet. We've been. Yeah, I know. A diet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. And it's, we're working you're... on
0: it. I've done it once before. Time to do it again. We're getting there. there actually, A1C is now under control. I just got to get rid of. The... I can't use that to say, "Oh, well, I'm done." I I got to get off of the meds. That's the. Yeah, you know? that's what
2: you got to do. See, you are already Todd's all is evolving and improving yeah. on the show. Yeah,
0: just that's because the said. meds are doing their job doesn't mean your job is done.
2: That's correct. Number sec. Number five, what are we on? Seven, 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 here
0: we go. No wonder people can't get through. You don't know. Yeah, did I you know, know on the average, 20, 22% of all restaurant meals include potato chips? However, this number drops precipitously to less than 2% after Todd Zula dines at a given restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your potato chip? Your, your, what's your favorite chip
2: there, Todd? If you had a, what's your chip of choice?
0: Right now, they're all off limits because I I can't have starch. Um, You know, I like the I like the um, the the kettle chips. The I think you know I know Cape Cod has them, but other places do. I like the you know the the little bit thicker cut kettle chips. Yes, those are those are. I'm trying the the Atkins protein chips. Um, There's just whatever the flavor is. There's too much of that flavor on them. Besides, I don't mm-hmm. know that they're real chippy. I am not. I think that's a fake way to get you to eat them. Yeah, they're fake potatoes. Number eight. Did you know there are about 450 types of cheese in the world? 240 come from France. And at least three others come under the fleshy creases of Todd's. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, right. so now,
2: you think it, now you're trying to figure it out. Now you, it's,
0: you know how much extra soap i need to wash wash the fleshy creatures creases
2: i don't we don't need that none of us at this hour showed know, that showed kind of video. it's it's tough yeah. is, it, is it is it one of those you're one of those industrial size strength showers you have to stall you walk no no, yeah.
0: no but um no it's it's normal shower and but yeah the, the uh you need you need to through scope. Go through a lot of body lotion, body wash, yeah.
2: Body wash, all right. Here we go. Number nine, we're almost there, almost home.
0: Only eight percent of teens say they have a met a romantic partner online, which is 92% less than the percentage of times Todd Zola has attempted to contact my teenage daughter online. <laughs>
2: Frank you're playing along, Frank. He's gonna get through it. Uh, he, he he he, Frank. Now, Frank stated that if he makes it through number 10, <laughs> after he read it. he see, he was, he was very worried heck? about number 10. What the? What am I what get
0: at this point? I mean, what's all right? Let's just see it. And what could whatever. be worse?
2: I, I you, it's true, really. It could, okay, it's what's not, it's true? really if you made it through these nine, ten. Is a, I'm on so like hard.
0: seven meds and just have my head gasket replaced, and people know that I've three times. So what the hell could be wrong? I mean, number 10, (laughs) bring it home, Todd Zola. The 15-minute rule is a widespread rumor stating that if a teacher is 15 minutes late to class, students are allowed to leave with no repercussions. For about the same amount of time, Todd Zola's captivity would last if he were taken hostage by Hamas before they released him without even bothering to rape him. (laughs) Now, you know, I, I come from the school that we're a little oversensitive now, you know, the woke generation. And you know, is this as a Jewish guy, should I have read that? I don't know. But in the spirit of what we're doing here, I don't I don't think it's like disrespectful.
2: There you go, there you go, Todd. Well, well let's give it a run. let's give let's give Todd a round of applause. That was well well stated. Well 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 done, Todd. That's great. It's all it's all in good fun. It's we this is not we we're not we're not doing this for the woke generation. We're just doing this all in good fun here. We know that we know if you were to taken in. Well, we know I'm fat. I
0: mean, you know, you could have you just said one. I'm mean, fat.
2: If you were taken in, we all know. Well, know, if, if Hamas truly took you into captivity, they definitely would rape you before they released you. We know that for sure.
0: They could they could rape my fleshy creases.
2: They would. They would love that. They and they, they'd harvest all that cheese. They don't laugh. Yeah, You know, and they'd be set. And you wouldn't have to brush your teeth. They wouldn't even care they
0: would even, they would even yeah, care yeah, they'd well, they, they, they be brushing my teeth huh yeah
2: so overall i <laughs> i i i i just think this has a been a phenomenal show i mean we we touched on fantasy baseball we had a lot of fun we got to know Todd. we had todd for about two and a half hours on the show i mean more than anybody ever expected he'd hang out with us and he was just a a phenomenal sport through and through and uh he may have, he may have uh, he might have won the show over zach he might be the new co-host of
3: the show that so the price is right what, you guys work it out um,
0: Zach, don't don't, don't, don't be taking don't fill out your resume. You're good, man. <laughs> You're good.
2: Frank, any any parting any parting comments? Anything you have to say to Todd before we
4: uh bring the show home and wrap it up for the night? Um no, just uh thanks for coming on and, and being such a great sport. I think you proved Mike right.
0: All right. Well I don't know if you know the story, and, and, behind and, that, Todd. If yeah. I do nothing else for the rest of the year, the fact that I proved Mike right, it's a successful year. <laughs> You know, so
3: the, 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 the the story behind that is that every time that Mike would do one of these facts, I'm, I'm I, I'd be like, "Yo, oh, dude, like this is like he's not even here." Like, and then <laughs> Mike's like, "He Todd's a good sport." I'm like, what do you mean he's a good sport? He doesn't even know you're doing this. Like, like that's, that's not the definition of a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Todd, he has a sense of humor, and when you do a roast
2: and like, yeah, well, Todd Todd is old enough to remember. And it's been way before your time, Zach and Frank of the Dean Martin celebrity roasts that were some of the most racist, inappropriate, uh, non-PC things you could ever do, you know, if you went up there, right? If you re- if you recall back in the day. Yep. Real- yeah, yeah, well. yeah. And they and they and believe me, if you watch them now today, they're still hysterical. Basically, they they really are. They hold they hold up, they hold up really well. I do recommend that for the younger generation uh to look back and see uh they, although they probably wouldn't remember most of the most people on the show, but uh it was it, it was it was good times. But uh but look it look, look, look it was great to get to know you a little bit more. Appreciate you coming on. You you are we now we have established you truly are a good sport and uh, a lot of good insights and I uh, hope to uh, hope we get you out in Vegas see us some of these drafts again or do some drafts with you a little bit like the old good old days. Uh, it'll be great if we, if we do make the Jew draft happen. Uh, I think we have to get you in there uh, for sure. It would not be like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good Jew draft without you, Dodd, as well. Let's go. See you
0: know. Well, the thing, there's plenty to choose from in the NFPc, so we're good. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, I'll get out there again at some point.
2: But anyway, well, well Frank, I know you have, you have some work to do in post production, not a crazy amount of work, but uh, as we wrap up at 2 a.m. on the dot here Eastern Time, uh, we all, we have to work tomorrow. I don't know what Todd does tomorrow, but he'll get up and do whatever his morning routine consists of. I don't know what that exactly will be. Uh, we, we, one of them, one of them is not brushing his teeth, as we established. So
0: well, uh, I'm up to twice a day, so okay. that may be after lunch or after breakfast. And I get one of them, like Sonicare. I mean, yeah. Anyway.
2: Only way to go, only way to go, Todd. Only yeah. way to only way to go. Being the I can tell you, being in the dental industry, that's the way to go. Get one of them. Get one of them Sonicares or Oral B's, and you're all good to go. All right. Uh, all right. Well, this show will be coming. Whether you're listening to it now, you've you've uh, it's, it's it's a Monday, <laughs> and uh, you've heard all the amazing it things. It's not Tuesday. Started. You know, you you've heard all these amazing things that Frank's done to dress it up and make it even better, and I, Frank, I thank you for that in advance profusely. And and you should also thank Todd that he's not asking for me to to uh, Venmo your 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 salary uh, for getting through the fo- the top ten the, the facts list the uh, fun facts list.
3: Yeah, I tell people to buy Masterball too, because it's, it, it was the best. We just proved it was the best projection system. Yeah, and, yes. Well,
2: how, well, where do people where do people find you on Twitter, and what can you uh, you do a shameless plug of your product?
0: All right, so Twitter is just at Todd Zola, not. Not not at Todd Zola One. There, there is somebody <laughs> out there uh who once in a while gets gets tweets in my direction and uh, I'm sure he's a Thank wonderful gentleman, but he's not a fantasy. I don't, anyway. I don't know about that, Todd. Uh, uh, anyway.
2: The guy, um, the a complete dick. <laughs> I, I've seen the guy's he's banter back and forth. And he, the guy's a complete dick. He, really is, he, I, he really is. Take,
0: She'll take your word for it. But anyway. Um it's it's mastersball.com, M-A-S-T-E-R-S-B-A-L-L.com. I will be launching my uh, 2024 projections and, and profiles, et cetera, on November 1st. Uh, one of the, if not the first, uh, subscription or projections out there. I'm usually ahead of the NFBC. Not this year. The NFBC's already started. So I'm usually out there ahead of the NFBC. Uh, but not this year. So yeah, I mean, uh, sign up. I mentioned RotoWire, SiriusXM.
2: Yeah, with our special with our special coupon discount, we're getting for signing up for Masters Ball.
0: You guys register, and I will see your names. And when I launch, I will shoot you guys access.
2: All right, cool. I love hearing that. And I got I'm actually gonna I'm canceling my my uh, subscription to. Uh, ftn now because they said they blew us off on the show so he, he 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 you know i'm not i'm saving my money uh this year it's all going to todd instead and we, we we already established he's the best projections anyway do you, do you like a, do you do like a fab Whisper article as well uh too like i does, don't
0: know i i don't i don't i don't do a whole lot of um common stuff like that i i just i don't um there's a lot of it out I, there there's then
2: i have to keep it then shit all right whatever as long as we're getting a good deal on the uh on the well, you're I mean, well, you're getting it for
0: freaking free. Well, you're
2: the best, be? man. You know, you're you're a fucking great dude, and we we established that too. And like, and now, you know, I I, I don't think even, I don't think I can even do any more fun facts now with you because you just you just you know, we 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 we, we reached the pinnacle of the fun facts. If you're, lose,
0: if you're gonna lose listeners, I'm more than willing to make up another ten to do next year.
2: Oh uh, well, that that might be good. Maybe yeah yeah yeah. Having Todd write his own fun facts about himself that might be the next thing. Oh wow, night. that would
0: ch- that, uh, What's that, that game where nice. you like make up three and one's a truth?
3: Yeah, two truths two two, two like
2: and a lie. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 anyway. Mary, anyway. Fuck Mary fuck kill?
3: No. Mary Well, it's a
0: different
2: head. thing. that's yeah, a yeah. different, yeah. different, 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 yeah. different thing. Yeah. See, or Frank's holding his head. He's like, can we, can we please stop this? Because the longer we talk, the more he's got to do
3: in post-production. So take us out with a good...
2: Wait 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 wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. Todd, Mike, Frank, and me, Mary fuck kill. Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go.
2: Yeah, Oh, it's an easy one. It's an easy call. Definitely fun, Frank.
0: Like that's for sure. Oh, geez. Uh I will say the funniest.
2: <laughs> what, is he, what is he? What is he? A gay? What is he a gay? Fucking wonderful? The funniest. Oh, Frank. The, funniest <laughs> the funniest
0: tweet I've ever seen. Or one of the funniest was Joe Sheehan. We all know Joe uh, did this with the Patriots tight ends when they were Tim Tebow, Rodgenkowsky, Ron Gronkowski, and Aaron Hernandez. I thought I just thought that was a very clever, put together joke. Anyway, um, I don't know, guy. I, I you know I I, I wouldn't. Don't I don't know. That. I don't okay. think I want to do any of that to any of you.
2: you no, it's very simple. Todd would marry Zach. Okay, He'd hug Frank and kill me. That would be the easy, easy, That's easy serious, one. Is like the consensus
0: answer. Yeah. I don't know. I would marry you. You've got a lot of money. Who marry me? Yeah, you got some money. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I got some you, money, Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I know. Your it
2: wife would. A lot of my money, for Todd, it goes to my ex. It goes out to other people. Well, you know, yeah, there yeah, there is that. Yeah, there is that. Okay, there is that benefit, oh, okay. there there is that, is benefit that. that you didn't, uh, you know, you yeah. didn't get married. Well, yeah, yeah. marry
3: Mike's ex. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, would, ex, you
2: please, would you please, you, Todd? Would you please? <laughs> would you, is your ex single <laughs> uh,
3: still Mike?
2: My my ex will remain single for the rest of her life. So no, wait, we way, talked. We talked at the beginning. We talked about
3: maybe setting somebody up. Maybe set them up. She can't be. She can't get married.
2: First of all, she's one. She's an intellectual, uh, which would be right up right up Todd's alley uh, in terms of like you know.
3: I think uh, we're on to something here. Yeah, I think, I think, think we're on to something. something.
2: So maybe that might be a, a thing to do there. But then again, my poor kids would suffer the fate of Todd Zola being their stepfather. I, I don't think that could be the case. So I, I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't allow I that.
0: I think we're good. You know.
2: You know. <laughs> so we, 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 we don't want this. <laughs> This, this show, the longer it goes, the longer we keep, because now we're going off script, the whole thing's going to degenerate even faster. <laughs> what we're going to do is get Todd to take off his shirt to end the show, and we're all set. Come on, Todd. Just take off your shirt. Not the happening.
0: Show. Not happening. That's what I have. Whatever dignity I have left, I'm keeping.
2: He's saving it for Elizabeth Banks. When she was up at the house, and, and and Zach with the video. Okay, Frank, I got to ask you a question Okay, with the video camera. we So I get Elizabeth Banks. Okay, I get the check. We have to go to Zola's house and everything. you what's it gonna take financially for you to have to film that <laughs> <Not a> video I but i gonna stick.
4: I think what's the experience take? just might be worth it.
0: Might just be worth
4: okay. it. You, that, that's you, a story make, of the lifetime.
0: Well you'd be able to tell that story to your grandkids. But how much okay. are you gonna need to pay for counseling?
2: Right. Or medication.
0: Yeah, well that too. So you cannot you can't counsel.
3: I do it.
2: There are certain things you cannot unsee, <laughs> that's for sure. that <laughs> situation, you get to see Elizabeth Banks, and then you get to see you know, her being suffocated. <laughs> <by Trump. laughs> uh, anyway, let's 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 bring it home, let's wrap it up. Frank, we'll, we'll 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 be back hopefully next month with another episode as we get into the off season and we're the only baseball uh, pseudo baseball show in town, and uh, we'll be talking some more then. And I don't think we can. We have to find a guest that can top Tadzolo. Let's we'll see if we can do it.